I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Let's get it started. <laughs> ha! Yes, let's get it started and ha, for sure. <laughs> What's going on, Sammy Joe? Not much, Pat. Some crazy storms today. Did you have some up near you? Yeah, we had a little bit of stormage. Look at me. I'm talking like Joss Whedon characters. <laughs> stormage. <laughs> yeah! What's happening to me? What are you doing to me? What is this podcast? Yes. <laughs> It's working, finally. <laughs> Happy Tuesday to you. I'm glad that uh, your power Happy survived Tuesday. these northeast storms that rolled through. Yeah, Dave and I were a little nervous for a yeah. minute there. Just for a bit. Got real dark, real ominous. Yeah. You know? Scary. Yeah. <laughs> scary. So scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad up here, though. You know, just got, got scary, but then rolled out. You know? Nice. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same here. Yeah. I actually, we um, we finished putting up like our, our blow up kind of kitty pool. It's like, <laughs> it's like say, bigger than a kitty pool. I thought pool. you were going to say blow up kitty, like a meow meow no. kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's our to blow keep, up kitty in the backyard. It just makes to keep Dave Willow happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those uh one of those wacky inflatable wacky whimsical inflatable things. balloon man but it's like no i would never allow for that that would terrify no. me i think we should rent one for the podcast and just leave it outside of our house or like rent like, space somewhere in the middle of towns you know and just put uh-huh. our podcast name up the side of it and just let that thing wave around i think that'd yeah be great why not gorilla marketing like, people gotta know especially yeah. if it's an actual gorilla Right? Just imagine it. It says, kicking and streaming podcasts. On a gorilla. On a gorilla. And ergo, gorilla marketing. Er, ergo, gorilla marketing. <laughs> marketing. And That's how that works, right? A, I, I went to marketing school. <laughs> yes, for sure. And I'm sure there was a whole class dedicated to wacky, whimsical, inflatable balloon animals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think yeah. this is the best idea that we've had for a little bit, at least. Yep. Yeah. We've had some good ones, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, so I was like getting ready to uh, go swimming in the pool for the first time today. And, what pool? Uh, you don't have a pool. I just was telling you that the inflatable pool, <laughs> kitty so, pool. Sorry, you threw me off with the kitty thing. <laughs> it's like it's like an in between. Like it's not like a kitty pool, but it's yeah. not. Like oh, did one you of get it at Target? Ones. Um, I didn't, but it's similar to like the ones I have oh, okay. at Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got one too for the kids. But yeah, we, I got it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we here's what we did. We filled it up once, and then we started freaking out, thinking that we were going to empty our well. And then, oh, because yeah, you got a well. We have a well. Yeah, we don't have town water, so we we're like, oh no, how much is oh, too no. much water? We we're kids, we're gonna have to start drinking yeah, out. Of this. <laughs> we didn't want to have to dry out our our well. And then we started freaking out, thinking like, is the is the water getting browner? Are we getting to the bottom of the well? <laughs> so we were uh, unsure, but we still have water, so everything's fine. Yeah. Do you put any chemicals in it? No. Okay. Am I supposed to? <laughs> well, do you have like a cover for it? Like, how do you keep it clean? We got a tap. A tap? A tap. I, I got a tap, we too. Got a, we got a blue tap that we just bungee around the thing. So how long has it has have you had it filled? We filled it up for two or three days, and then we were like, okay, it's getting a little sketchy. Let's just dump it out. Oh, okay. So you don't yeah. have any water in it right now. No, 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 no. We emptied. Oh, it. okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I was asking. Like, if you had it up, if you had it filled long term, like, yeah. do you how, do you do any like chlorine tablets no. or anything? Because that's kind of what we're trying to figure out. I was thinking maybe like we should put like a needed. like a fish tank filter in there. I think that would do the trick. 
you can get filters for them. Yeah. That's what we're getting oh. so that we don't wow, have to fill it up in the you guys are going hardcore with this kiddie pool, huh? <laughs> I, well, I didn't think we had to, but then like reading more and more about it, I was like, oh, it sounds like it's pretty similar to like a regular pool. Like right. you gotta, you know, Makes if you want to do it right and you don't want to have to like fill it out and fill it up and dump it every two or three days, <laughs> yeah. like you got to have like the chlorine or whatever. And they're like all, you know, there's like natural alternatives and stuff. Like some people just use vinegar, but... I don't know how long that lasts and like, does it really protect from like, you know, whatever. Hmm. And I was about to get in today and then the sky turned so dark (laughs) and I was like, you know what? This feels like not a good time. (laughs) And then the sky just opened up. Oh no. (laughs) So I'll have to enjoy that tomorrow. Yeah. Well, there's no shortage of it getting hot this year is what it seems. So yeah, plenty of opportunity to slip into that cool adult size kiddie pool you got yourself <laughs> yeah it even has like it's got a little seat in it too oh, so wow. i can just like recline it's like oh yeah i'll yeah. send you some pics no frills yeah oh frills no, all the frills all the frills <laughs> the only frill it doesn't have that yeah. i wish it had is like a cup holder some of them have like cup holders Ooh, in yeah. the side mm-hmm. that's the only thing that it's missing but yeah. i can just bring a little table out there or something sure you know? yeah why not go all out yeah so i'm excited get, get, about well, that. one of those floating uh cup holder things you know oh yeah that's you, a great idea you get like those bud light floating coolers that you just throw yeah, a bunch of ice i in. don't need it to say bud light <laughs> <laughs> well it can say whatever you want i was just using bud light as an example you but know? that's a great idea anyway because we go um tubing all the time down right. the river yeah so there we you could go take that with us mm-hmm. i think my brother has one actually yeah but um yeah, great idea. I'll mm-hmm. uh, take this all into consideration. I'll yes. sit in it tomorrow and I'll let you know what's what. All right, cool. Very now, exciting. I have an update for you, Pat. Updates. You're going to love this. All right. I forgot about it last week. Yeah. So I'm bringing it back now. Uh, the happy for the TV thing. <laughs> oh, I know God. this very much excited you. <laughs> I totally you. forgot about this. <laughs> happy I, for the TV, Sammy. <laughs> I was listening to our recording and I'm like, I yes. got to ask my dad about this. Uh-huh. So I called called him up and asked him and he he was laughing and he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, is that from a movie or something? Yeah. And he was like, what no, my origin? he was like, my dad used to say it. Oh, so wow. apparently it comes from my grandfather, my papa. Wow. It's a um, saying that's been passed down through generation. And it will continue on. To generation. Yeah. In the so, Jensen household. <laughs> it just, as far as we know, it originated from my papa. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I didn't, I never really met him though. He passed away like a month or two after I was born. Mm. Wow. So I never heard him say it. Happy but. for the TV, Sammy. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have said it to me, but right. apparently he used to say, happy for the TV, Mikey. <laughs> to my dad funny (laughs) oh wow okay so that's the origin all right nothing too crazy but i thought i would circle back and let you know let the fans know well thank you if if you fans have any crazy things crazy sayings like this in your family we'd love to hear right in yeah especially if it relates to tv shows since that's our oeuvre oeuvre (laughs) but it wasn't like it wasn't about it wasn't necessarily a TV show. It was like when whatever. they were finished watching whatever on the television. Yeah. 
if you enjoyed it. And and then my dad got into sort of a philosophical conversation. He was like, because, you know, if you think about it, it's like the TV is like bringing us joy and like uh, happiness into our living room. And I was like, wow, I don't know if wow. Papa was thinking that philosophically. Right. But if you think about it. Potentially. You're 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 it's just a it's smoke and mirrors. This television yeah. set. It's just a bunch of magic. It's a tube yeah. with photons blasting at a screen in front of you. And then you yeah. have all these emotions, mm-hmm. these sensories. Especially me. Especially you. <laughs> Not me, because I'm dead inside. <laughs> no, you have murder in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, wow, that's deep. Deep, Deep right? stuff. So. I like it. Happy for the TV. Yep. All right. Mm. Shout out, okay. Papa Jensen. I'm going to have to really unpack that mentally. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> with that being said, yeah. you ready to get into Buffy? Yeah, let's get into Buffy. All right. So, this week we watched uh, Buffy Season 3, Episode 4, Beauty and the Beasts. Beauty and the Beasts. Wow, As that was Mrs. beautiful. Mrs. Potts. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Very good. Sound just like Angela Lansbury. Thank you. That's what I was going right? for. Is that who sings it? Yeah, I think so. Am I right about that? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Either way, it sounds like Angela Lansbury. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Bed knobs and broomsticks, come on. Yeah. Mm, don't oh, like that you movie. didn't like that movie. Don't I feel like, like that. we had this conversation yeah. at some point. <laughs> don't like bed knobs and broomsticks. Don't like the chitty chitty bang bang. Oh, love chitty yeah. chitty bang bang. I know. Anyway. It aired um, originally October 20th, 1998, so not quite Halloween yet. Mm -hmm. It was written by Marty Noxon and directed by James Whitmore Jr. Your predictions from last week, Angel will get his clothes back on, them leather pants are going to look better than ever, (laughs) and you said you can write that in your book. (laughs) Well, did you? Did you write it in, Sammy? I did. I wrote wrote it in. I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah. I see that leather tome that you're reading out of. Very nice. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> you give these predictions Not the as, uh, respect and satisfaction that they deserve. I Thank do, you very I much. I do, in my dusty old leather tome. <laughs> uh, and you said Angel's going to come to Buffy. Not next episode. We'll get a Monster oh, of the Week crap. just for funsies. I said that. Yep. Can then I we'll get more Angel after that. No, you can <laughs> amend your prediction. Yeah, it's lame. And then you said Scott won't stick around. Buffy will date Scott for a date or two. Then things are going to get weird because Angel's going to come back just when she's starting to move on past Angel Mm. and sort of lean into the Scott relationship. Angel's going to come back and it's going to get complicated. Oh, it's getting complicated. All right. Yeah, it is. Oh, boy. It's getting complicated in here. No, it doesn't work. No, really does not. (laughs) Way too many syllables. Cut that right out. (laughs) I'm going to amplify it. I'm going to add some echo, a little bit of auto-tune. Fans will love it. I'm going to drop a single. Mm. (laughs) You know, as long as I get royalties. (laughs) All right. Uh, Faith is kicking around, and eventually she'll scamper (laughs) off to her old place. Kicking and scamping. Scampering. Scampering? Scamper. Scamper. Scamperin'. That's a real word. Sounds like pamperin'. All right, so let's get into it. You ready to get into it? Oh, yeah. All right, so it's a full moon, and Buffy is reading Call of the Wild in a voiceover as the camera runs through a dark forest. Very poetic, very beautiful. What's Call of the Wild? Is that a book I should know about? It is a book, yeah. You didn't read that in uh, high school? Maybe I did. Oh, wait. Uh, No, I don't know. I didn't read much in high school, I'll tell you the truth. 
Okay. I was well, assigned it's... many things in high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of funny because a little bit later, yeah, there's a joke that's made sort of about that, which oh, okay. I feel like is why you're Xander. Um, but anyway, Gee. yes, it's a <laughs> it's a book by Jack London. Uh-huh. A lot of people read it in high school. Um, yeah. I actually didn't, but I want to say I maybe read it in like elementary school i don't know i don't know what level of reading it is to be honest i feel like Um, they should update their um book reading every two to three years in high school oh they definitely should like they should rotate these things out like some of the curriculum is so dusty and old it's like we're reading the same books as my parents had read in high school Oh yeah for sure i was i'm like what have they not written anything in the past 45 years people (laughs) that's consequential (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well it's interesting because um you know with with the whole rise of uh black lives matter movement last year there was a lot of discussion about like of revisiting curriculum yeah especially reading in english and like making sure that there are authors of color represented in you know in our public school literature which i 100 percent back yeah because it's all written by like you know old white dudes they're gonna be like kill uh was it to kill a mockingbird catcher in the rye great gadsby white dude dude. so i was like really great gadsby yeah what? I didn't read that. Why? Why is kids? Why is whatever? I'm not going to get into know. it. Yeah. Anyways. But I will tell you, I love the movie. Okay. Oh, Baz with, Luhrmann, with Leo? Number one. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, lo- I got to Everything it. Baz Luhrmann does, I'm like uh, all about. Most things Baz Luhrmann does, I'm not into. But I know. <laughs> Great Gatsby is I. Oh, I love it. It was like, all right, Gatsby. <laughs> all right, Gatsby. Meh, Gatsby. Not, not great. Yeah, meh, Gatsby. <laughs> meh, Gatsby. That pool, though, you got to admit, that pool that oh, he had. Oh, yeah. The pool and the was... party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. When he does a little martini gif. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. We always send that out to people. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Cheers. It's a good one. Leo. We just anyway, love Leo. We do love Leo. Yeah. Friend of the um, podcast. Call of the Wild is a book jack okay. london all right okay people usually read it in high school okay buffy's reading it in voiceover and then we cut to willow reading it in the library to a caged werewolf oz yeah and here's that library cage pat i know it's getting so much use i know more and more every episode it's like it was here's so the cage. fun it was so fun for me when you were like this cage it's never going gonna see away. this cage again i'm like <laughs> boy does he because obviously at that that point we were still yeah you know many episodes away from discovering oz was a werewolf and even when he wasn't a werewolf we don't see that in the first time he's a werewolf they lock so many things up in that cage so many creatures so useful so useful yeah Hmm. anyway well now they get to bring that up because something happens to the cage yeah they'll have to repair it Mm -hmm. we got they got to call the the long island repair guys like you need a cage yeah, we got you a cage. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, Easy no cheesecake. Easy cheesecake, piece of crumb cake. <laughs> Have a brownie. <laughs> we started a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a little side business. Yeah, you, you know. want a cannoli? Go for it. <laughs> so Wolf Oz jumps at the cage when Willow says rabbit. Very, very excited about that. Yeah. And a yawning Xander shows up to take Willow's place. She gives him instructions, uh, and so this is where she's reading The Call of the Wild, and Xander comes in, and he's like, oh, aren't, aren't we reading the cliff notes for that, for yeah. English? And oh, she's right. like, well, some of us are. Yeah. So that's like when you Cliff were notes were like that. gold in high school. If you knew somebody had cliff notes, you're like, yeah. 
what do I got to do to get them cliff notes? Because I do not want to read this actual book. Oh, I never, I never did cliff notes. You what? I never did cliff notes. Of I'm course such a nerd. you didn't. You little uh, goody two shoes. <laughs> I like reading though. Yeah. They're expensive Actually, though. I probably, I bet you I did for, we had um, the summer before my junior, sophomore year. It was when I was first going into honors English because I started at like, you know, whatever, regular level English. And then the rest, junior, sophomore, junior, and senior year, I did honors English. And uh, when we were going, when I was going into my sophomore year to honors English, we had to read for fucking summer reading A Tale of Two Cities. Oh, yeah. That's the most bullshit assignment ever and then we barely even talked about it we had to write this whole part whole report where we followed a character and talked about like their development in the book and that i did read the full book but i also had the cliff notes i think i had spark notes so they're probably a ripoff brand another ripoff brand you know we got because i think it was just like difficult for you know for me to follow some of it or whatever i just wanted to make sure i understood it appropriately like i didn't just read and there's not even a movie version of a tale of two exactly the closest thing they have is the tale of two kitties the sequel to garfield (laughs) but that wouldn't do (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what (laughs) yeah garfield two tale of two kitties yeah i never saw garfield one hmm I can't say I have either. <laughs> but it's really funny that you know that. Yeah. I'm assuming your kids watched it. No. No, I worked in a movie oh. store for many years. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, Willow gives Xander instructions and points out the towels for privacy that she put up on the cage for Oz, saying that she's still getting used to seeing him half naked, like a half... Because mo- Xander's like, I can handle the... F- Oz full Monty and Willow's like yeah well they're for me like I'm getting used to seeing half a Monty and he's like which half (laughs) (laughs) um and then she tells him that Oz is more trouble on the full 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 moon so the second night of the three night cycle um as opposed to the first which is tonight and the third nights and then she gives him the tranquilizer gun just in case um and as soon as she leaves Xander uses call of the wild as a pillow and closes his eyes. Yeah, I could see this happening a mile away. Yeah. One funny thing is Xander said uh, to Willow, he said, I can handle the odds. Or could he handle the Oz? Hmm? Let's continue. Anyways. No, he said, I can handle the Oz full Monty, is what he said. But then he was like, not handle, as in hands to flesh. Oh, I thought he said odds. N- never mind. This is getting cut out. <laughs> Move <Okay>. forward. <laughs> what? You don't get to... Hey, nope. you nope. keep in all of my mistakes. You better nah, keep I don't. this one in. No, nah, I don't. Yes, you do. Nah, Every I cut most one. of them out. Just the no, ones you that don't. you hear are just the blatant ones. <laughs> Faith and Buffy are patrolling in one of Sunnydale's many lovely cemeteries. And Faith teases Buffy about Scott. But Buffy says that she's glad that he's nice. And he doesn't seem to be a hell beast. And Faith says, all men are beasts, Buffy. Every right. guy from Manimal down to Mr. <laughs> I love the English patient yeah. has beast in him. And I don't care how sensitive they act. They're all still just in it for the chase. Right. Even Giles. He's got a Giles. ripper in him. Even me, yeah. Sammy. Real beast. <laughs> you got just, a beast in you, Pat? Just hiding inside. 
Yeah. Oh, when boy. you hear that bees, he's trying to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want him to. <laughs> I know you don't. So we smash cut to a teen boy running in the woods, chased by a growling creature. Right. Want to growl for us like you just did? No, 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 no. I got to save the gift. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the boy trips and falls and he screams as he's dragged away by his pursuer. And then we get the intro credits. Back from the intro, Buffy, Willow, and Oz walk up the stairs from the quad at Sunnydale High, Willow disagreeing with Faith's assessment that guys are only in it for the chase. Hmm. Uh, So it's the next day. Um, Scott catches Buffy's attention and they exchange a hey as a new couple, Scott's friends Debbie and Pete, approach. Debbie's holding a bouquet of flowers and she asks Oz if he's doing jazz band this year, but he says he can't handle the pressure of marching. And Buffy says, we have a marching jazz band? And Oz goes, yeah, but you know, since the best jazz is improvisational, we'd all be going off in all directions, banging into floats. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I was like, "Mm, it's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Buffy compliments Debbie's flowers, and she says they're from Pete. And Pete says, I'm sure Scott does that kind of stuff for you too, Buffy. Which causes Scott to panic. What? I don't know. I just want to say Pete's silly. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes I feel like if I'm not saying anything, I just have to make a noise. And that time, mm-hmm. I said Pete. <laughs> okay, great. Loud and thanks annoyingly. for that. Uh, You're welcome. For that it's what I bring addition. to the podcast. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, uh, real so this... quick. I do have something to say after oh, all oh, of this. Okay. More than just Pete? Scott Hope, his t-shirt, it's a big yellow polo. It's very oversized on him. It's the wrong oh, size. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. And I'm often told that my polo shirts are way too big for me as well. Oh, so you Scott Hope identify and I with Scott Hope? Share here? that in common. Yeah. Mm. Wearing too big of a polo. Although in the 90s, I think it was the uh, style to wear too yeah. big of clothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe I just haven't grown out of the 90s style. I certainly haven't. I don't know what your style is. I wouldn't call it 90s <laughs> I style. I don't know what my style is either. <laughs> it's a Sammy Joe <laughs> Lately, style. Lately, it's become more and more bohemian as my hair's gotten longer. I'm like yeah. really leaning into that like gypsy vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just, yeah, just whatever Whatever I works like. for you, you know? Yeah. I don't know what my style is. Lame yeah. dad chic. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lame dad chic. Oh, also Scott Hope has a bit of a Dave Franco look to him. I don't know if you get that. Dave Franco? Dave Franco, yeah. Who's that? Should That's, I know who uh, that is? the other Franco. What's his name? James Franco, his little yeah, brother. Yeah, I know James Franco. Yeah, his little brother. What's he been in? Oh, yeah. He looks... Wow, yeah. He yeah. looks a lot like Scott Hope. Yeah, doesn't he? I don't think I've seen any... Oh, he was in Neighbors? Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. Oh, he was in Scrubs? Yeah, I don't. I haven't really seen any of this stuff. Okay. But um, we'll get on the Dave yeah, Franco train. I, <laughs> I definitely agree with you on that. Okay. Great All right. observation, um, Pat. High five so in myself. Dave Franco, too big polo. This is what Scott Hope is bringing to the table. Yep. So Scott panics a little bit about like whether or not he's supposed to be bringing Buffy's, but Buffy, <laughs> Buffy flowers. <laughs> Buffy flowers. <laughs> whether or not he's supposed to be bringing Buffy flowers. And oh, Buffy okay. assures him that they're pre-posy. Then she says she has to go see Mr. Platt, the school counselor. Debbie says that Mr. Platt creeps her out, but she has to see him because she's flunking bio and her teacher says that she has success issues. (laughs) Uh, And Oz offers to give her his notes. Um, That's nice. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Nice, nice boy. 
Nice boy. The bell rings. Scott and Buffy kiss, and then they're off. And in the library, Giles and Xander are double-checking the possible werewolf exits as Oz and Willow enter, and Giles tells them that a student, Jeff Orkin, was found mauled in the woods and implies that it could have been Wolf Oz. Hmm. Okay. But Xander tries to assure everyone that the room was secure, but then he notices that a window in the library cage was open. It's and a reveals jar. It is. A, no, it's a window. Yeah, but can a window be a jar? No, uh, it's a window. You open it up. Yeah. No, I'm just messing with you. Oh, not, I see. It's not, not a jar. A it's, jar. A <laughs> it's a window. You Who's idiot? on first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so they realize that the window was ajar, open, <laughs> and <laughs> and then Xander right reveals that he <laughs> fell asleep on the job. Yeah, Bad sleeping Xander. on the job. Buffy reports for sanity in Mr. Platt's office. Oh, uh, hang on. Before we get to Platt's office. Yeah, just okay. Just gotta say. What's up? So you know how Scott Hope was wearing too big a shirt? Oh, Xander. Xander's shirt. Say about Xander here. His shirt is Muscular, perfectly right? fit. He's Whoa. looking good. He is fit. He's got like he this like... gray thermal on. I'm like, boy, what you got going on there? Mm. Whole lot yeah, of, we're whole seeing lot a lot definition. Of, yeah, huh? a lot of good looking men lately. Right? Yeah. He had a super buff um, gin, gin last, last episode, episode, episode before. Now we got a Xander who's been in the gym all day. Oh, yeah, he has. Yeah. Wow. Because he was like, look- you got. I gotta live. Live back up to the go fish. Right. You know where I where I, where I was naked in my little tiny speedo. Oh yeah. So I now know. he's like, I gotta he put clothes more on fully. Than that but now, or I don't know, maybe just the shirt is very. Uh, I think he does look more muscular. Yeah. It it has it is a whole next season, so he probably worked out That's a lot. That's true. Yeah. On on his off. Yeah, off he's time. like they're they're gonna keep putting me in a speedo or making me take my shirt off, so I gotta I gotta up my weights here. You know. One can only hope. <laughs> okay. One can only Scott hope. All right, let's get into Mr. Platt's office. Okay, we get into Mr. Platt's office, and he doesn't turn around for a little while. It just continues smoking his cigarette. Real power move. Oh yeah. And Buffy also, tells this guy's a she... counselor in high school. He's smoking a cigarette in the I office. Oh, that's what I said. I was like, what the wow. hell? Wow, it didn't quite hit me until you actually said said it from the transcript. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, definitely yeah. smoking indoors was like way more of a thing in the 90s i forget when that was like outlawed i feel like it phased out in restaurants like in the late 90s or yeah yeah like 96 like right around there yeah so i mean but you couldn't smoke in school and there have been signs like all throughout sunnydale high that are like smoking kills right right i know exactly why they had to make them smoking and it's because of the scene later on exactly yes yep okay but yeah, there there may be a deeper, little deeper meaning to that. Really? Mm. Not really that deep, but it's like <laughs> short short step. <laughs> okay, all right. Short Duncan. Hop, skip, and a jump. We'll get we'll get to it. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, he doesn't turn around. He continues smoking his cigarette, and Buffy tells him she doesn't want to talk, get into her childhood or be friends. And then he turns around and he assures her that he's just there to give her his trained, not too crazy professional opinion. Mm. He tells her any person, grown up, shrink, pope, any person who claims to be totally sane is either lying or not very bright. I mean, everyone has problems. Everyone has demons, right? And she's yeah. like, gotta say, I agree with you there. 
Yeah. He asks her about running away and she gives him the short version. She says, I was dating someone. Uh, it ended badly. My mom and I were fighting and I kind of freaked. So I want to do some lines here. Okay. You, I'll be Buffy. You be Mr. Platt because that I rhymes with Pat. I will be Mr. Platt. Mr. Pat. Platt. Pat Platt. Platt Platt. That's me. All right. So Buffy says, I was dating someone. Uh, it ended badly. My mom and I were fighting and I kind of freaked. Well, tell me more about this guy, the bad ending guy. He was my first. I loved him. And then he... Changed. Yeah. He got mean. Yes. And you didn't stop loving him. Buffy doesn't know how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Look, lots of people lose themselves in love. It's, it's no shame. They write songs about it. The hitch is, you can't stay lost. Sooner or later, you, you have to get back to yourself. And if you can't? If you can't, well, love becomes your master, and you're just its dog. Woof. Woof? <laughs> Did you mean to do that? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. Usually I say woof after stuff, but it yeah. just kind of worked here. I like the scene. I also like that they say you can't stay lost because that's a crossover for the podcast. It works perfectly. Perfectly for lost. But I do like the beginning of the episode when he's talking about um, how uh, basically... You know, everybody's got a little bit of crazy in them, you know? Yeah. Nobody's got it fully together. Right. And yeah, he's a good he's a good therapist because he's like relating to her. He's like, look, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think, you know, there's nothing you could say to me. Like he comes off very quickly as like non-judgmental, yeah. which I think is very important for right. a counselor or a therapist to do. Um, right. So that, you know, that puts And she the... like gets comfortable with him. Like she actually wants to open up to him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's exactly what what you want, you know, yeah. is to establish yourself with someone you can trust, someone who's not going to judge you so that you could feel comfortable talking through these issues. Yeah. And he says like, you know, the, everybody gets lost in love. Like that's why there are all these love songs, right? That's true. Um, but you it does can't crazy stay things lost. to your head. Yeah. Love yeah. makes you do the wacky as Willow makes has said. Makes you do the, the wacky. <laughs> so eloquently put <laughs> so eloquent <laughs> so um yeah so anyway we cut to the library everyone but buffy is gathered and they're all looking tense and when she enters cordelia tells her that oz may have eaten someone last night yeah giles puts it a little bit more gently as he usually does <laughs> everybody does versus cordelia and he says that oz may have gone out of his cage Oz suggests maybe there's another werewolf. Uh, and Giles yeah. tells Buffy to patrol the woods and the others to check the morgue to see if it's a werewolf kill or not. And decides that Faith will, wa will watch Oz that night. And Oz says, you're having a Slayer watch me? Oh, good. We're not re overreacting. Yeah. So he's feeling pretty bad about this. And he tries to storm off, but Willow stops him and points out that it's almost sunset. So he got to get himself in that cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like what he says to her though he's like you know that thing where you bail in the middle of the conversation it's dramatic but i have to do that <laughs> yeah and she's like i want you to do that but right you know right time's a ticking buddy mm -hmm. yeah so he closes himself in then he looks at willow sadly and says tells her to get away from the cage and she's like what and he's like get away from me get away so from he's me. like he's, he's feeling hurt. like an animal you know yeah he's like he you guys are treating himself. me like an animal and I feel like an animal. It's got to be a lot to contend with. He's taking it. He's taking it pretty tough on himself. 
Yeah. You know? Also, did he as a werewolf look different in this episode than oh, what yeah, he previously? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. He's completely different. Oh, right, yeah. He looked way, way different. Yeah, they have a whole different outfit. That was okay. part of the trivia, actually. All right, because both Amy and I were like, wait, what? This is the yeah. werewolf that we met? No. They it's probably, funny because like they made probably... him more cuddly. They made him more cuddly Seth Green version of the werewolf. Yeah, he definitely looks like in the previous version. He definitely looks more like a wolf dog. In this one, I don't yeah. know. He's almost like a. His face is almost like flying monkey. Flying monkey or flying monkey. Yeah, yeah. It's or the weird. Grinch. Yeah, he does kind of look like right? Who- Whoville a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's got not a weird... like a real werewolf. Oh boy! Yeah, I yeah. I definitely liked his previous one. <laughs> yeah, but maybe this looks a little bit more realistic or scary or I don't nah, know. I, I think don't know what just, they did. They're cutesying him up for the yeah. character because they're like, "It's Oz." He's right. Nice. They're like, oh, "You don't want him to be. You don't want to be scared of him. No. He's a werewolf, but he's not a werewolf. But you know what a I nice mean?" Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, does look different. Um. So later in the woods, Buffy is patrolling. Um, and hears and then sees something moving around near her. Oh, yeah. She chases it down, runs, then it runs back, bumps into her, knocking her down, and then it turns around, and she sees it's Angel. <laughs> I totally he's, forgot about Angel coming back. <laughs> yeah, so he's growling and snarling at her, blood oh, yeah. on his mouth, but mm. he's not in vamp face, and he's got blood on his mouth. That's so feral. So you know? feral. <laughs> yeah. That's a great word to describe what mm-hmm. is going on. Right. So then uh, he runs back to her and they start to wrestle and fight till she finally knocks him out. Yeah. Then in the morgue, Willow finds the body of Jeff Orkin and she is all business. All business. While Xander like can't even look at him. And she's and got her Scooby-Doo lunchbox. Yes. She, <laughs> you're taking all my trivia from me. <laughs> I noticed too no much. trivia. <laughs> Um, too perceptive yeah, finally can't sneak oh, yeah. any details past oh, me yeah, haven't right. you learned sure sure <laughs> sure sure <laughs> these are the details that i notice <laughs> right yeah um i love this this part because willow's like all business xander like can't look at this guy he's like all freaked out and then cordelia silently walks up behind them and scares xander and he's like we're doing crime here <laughs> you don't sneak up during crime <laughs> i wrote that quote down because i like that don't I sneak know. up during crime it's funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, and Cordelia also cannot look at Jeff. Willow calmly resumes her examination of the body, gathering samples under Jeff's fingernails, stray hairs, noting the incised wounds. And just as she's finishing up, she passes out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what's happening? It's I got really confused. <laughs> like she was like all business and then right. finally just like got to her, like hit her you know yeah, like this she is was gross. like okay passing yeah out and i'm passing out <laughs> she just like falls back against yeah. Sander. he catches her this would be you you would pass out y- yes definitely 100 mm-hmm. percent would pass out yeah um and sander goes okay a little too much excitement for the wilster here <laughs> and then he looks at cordelia and says doesn't look good for oz though does it and cordelia says it really doesn't this guy was ripped apart by a big wild animal hmm then we cut to the mansion, speaking of wild animals. Oh, yeah. Somebody is... Feral. Well, yeah, feral. <laughs> what an animal. Shirtless, um, too. Mm, mm. Shirtless and... No leather pants, though. A little disappointing. Mm, yeah, he's wearing leather Those pants. Those are leather pants? Yeah, he's well, wearing leather pants. It was very dark in this set. It was hard to really 
see in the standard yeah, death territory. I feel like a little bit later you can see yeah. them a little better. When but... are they going to remaster Buffy into 4K? I don't know. You know, I've been watching Friends lately, and yeah. I'm like... It looks fantastic. It looks so good. I'm like, yeah. oh, this sort is of Seinfeld. bad. I know. Yeah. Sometimes I, I see clips know. on, like, YouTube, though, and the YouTube clips look great. For Buffy? Yeah. I wonder how mm. the DVDs look. What do you mean sometimes you see YouTube clips? Don't look at stuff. Don't look at Buffy stuff. How many times do I have to tell you? Don't look up IMDb. Don't look up Buffy stuff. Don't look at them on Instagram. Stop it. Did You're gonna I ruin say your stuff I for... looked up Buffy clips? What I I'm meant gonna, to say I'm gonna was, not let you make predictions anymore. I looked up Huffy Patrick. clips, like Huffy bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my Huffy has been doing this weird thing where the pedals get stuck. I'm gonna get so Huffy. So I gotta fix my Huffy bike. Mm-hmm. And I, I must have stumbled onto a show that I've already watched. I think she bought it. Didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, in the mansion, a huffy Buffy finds Drusilla's trunk. Huffy, it's just what I'm knocks saying. Knocks Miss Edith and all the other <laughs> dolls from it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she like dumps it out. She finds a heavy chain and shackles, brings them back to the main room where she throws one end over an iron bracket and then locks the shackles on Angel's wrists. And again, another crossover. Jin just got out of handcuffs. Angel's being put in them. Yeah. Well, this drives shackles. all the Angel fans wild. Oh, yeah. They're Seeing like, Hello. a shirtless, leather pants, feral angel Ugh, just chained just up in it. the dark. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Everybody, relax. Hello, darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my, my old friend. friend. <laughs> I've come to chain you up again. <laughs> that works. You've come from some hell dimension. <laughs> and now you're back again. And my voice is raspy tonight. <laughs> this isn't helping. Pass on to <laughs> <doo-dee> doo. <laughs> <laughs> I wipe my brow few. Okay. This is the sexy angel. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Um anyway. Uh, Buffy steps back and Angel wakes up and lashes out at her. He struggles against his bonds and growls at Buffy. Then he kind of crouches down and cowers. Oh, yeah. Like a trapped animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she walks in. Go I on. think you're the one who's really excited about this Slow scene. down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm back. And I'm back. <laughs> so, yeah, she kind of walks around him. She sees the place where he fell, which we now see as like a silhouette of him on the floor made by black scorch marks all around. Um, he oh. continues to growl and struggle and Buffy sort of like cringes to see him like this. Yeah. Um, and then she kneels down to get a closer look at the silhouette. Meanwhile, Wolf Oz is growling in the library cage while Faith is rocking out with her Walkman. <laughs> CD Walkman, Discman. right? Discman? Discman? Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, it's blasting. She's rocking out. Buffy comes up behind her startling Faith and... Faith turns around and punches her in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this Faith, this Faith, she's a little too carefree for my yeah, taste. You know, she is. You gotta have a little bit of carefree. business mode. You know, mm-hmm. you can she have fun. Have just you know, let's get some business. You know, yeah. yeah. Let's get down to exactly. business. She needs to watch Mulan. to defeat vampires. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need to sing that song to her. I do. Yeah, you do. Okay. Got to tell her what's what. 
All right, Eliza. She's Dushku. like, listen, we're not five by five until you get right. down to business. I'm gonna young slide lady. into her DMs and just write those lyrics to her. Yeah, she's gonna be like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy tells Faith that she couldn't sleep, so she's replacing her on Oz duty, and Faith is only too happy to get out of there and go and stake some vamps. Yeah. When she's gone, Buffy starts searching through the card catalog. Then we cut to morning. Oz is lying naked and human in the cage, but his hand is covering up his nether regions, much uh, to my disappointment. I know. <laughs> a lot of, WB a lot of would not muscular dudes in this show. Yeah, Whew. I think we're getting uh, both sides of the spectrum of the dudes, you know? The really mean, scary beast monster dudes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like the sexy shirtless, uh, like watch out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> watch out. Watch the, out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, continue. Oz is I also an animal. He's also very feral. Uh, he's and a fierce. legit animal. Yeah. I mean, like what? Three times, so like three nights a month or something? Yep. Three oh. nights a month. Hmm. Hmm. Can't okay. handle that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> uh, so in the morning, yeah, so he's in the cage. Giles comes up and unlocks it and opens the door a little bit for him. Then he sees Buffy sleeping in a chair with a book on her lap and a all these books piled around her. Yeah. He picks why, one up. Hmm? Why didn't she get the what for for falling asleep on duty? I don't Xander know. really, you know, gets taken to... Uh, taken to task. Yeah, taken to task for falling asleep. But yet Buffy wakes up and she's just like, oh, hello there. <laughs> Everything's <That's true>. fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe because there wasn't anything open this time. I guess, but still. And nobody was mauled. What's the point of watching him if you're just going to fall asleep? Yeah. Might as well just go know. home at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Not fair. Not fair to Xander. Exactly. So Giles picks up a book and wakes her up, and Buffy tries unsuccessfully to pass the books off as Faith's, but Giles reads a few of the titles, Exploring Demon Dimensions and Mystery of Akathla, and he's not buying it. She, to- she tells Giles that she dreamt about Angel, and it's brought up some questions. We're going to do some more lines here. Okay. You can be Giles. No. Okay. What? Uh, Come on. I'll be Giles. No, I want to be Giles. Okay. I know. You love Giles. I love Fine. Giles. Fine. You be Giles. All right. Sweet. Got my way. Do you believe it was a prophecy? No, I don't. I I guess it just made me wonder. Is there a chance even? Could it happen? Well, there's no record of anyone returning from a demon dimension once the gate was closed I, I i can't imagine how it could happen or or why you feel like you did a little bit of jack there <laughs> with your breathing it's how it's written and there's many eyes <laughs> <laughs> let's just pretend for a second that angel somehow found his way back to sunnydale what would he be like i really can't say from what is known about that dimension i it would suggest a world of brutal torment Time moves quite differently there, so... I remember. So he would have been down there for hundreds of years. Yes. Of torture. It would take someone of extraordinary, well, and character to survive that (laughs) and uh, retain any semblance of self. Gulp. Most likely. (laughs) He swallows hard is what it says in parentheses. Yes. Most likely he'd be... Be a monster. A lost cause. Maybe. Maybe not. In my experience, 
there are I, I don't know where the accent's going. It's coming in and out. I don't know what is going on here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not dialing in Giles tonight. That's fine. It's fine, okay? So it's fine. There are two types of monster. The first uh, can be redeemed, or more importantly, wants to be redeemed. And the second type? The second is void of humanity, cannot respond to reason or love. So. So. <laughs> Let's talk about my performance. <laughs> well, that's Amazing. not going to get you an Oscar. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> no. Uh, there's always next yeah. year. So basically, in summary, Buffy is like, I've, I've been having these dreams. Can Angel come back? And, you know, Giles is like, I don't know, probably not. But if he did, he's going to be like crazy. And right. he might not be able to be redeemed, basically. Right. But I was like, of course there is, Giles. Anything can happen. Hell mouth. Come on, Giles. Anything. Remember when Buffy died in a puddle and then like you did something, <laughs> she came back? Anything can happen. You didn't, they didn't, okay, they didn't magic her back. Remember when she went to Xander like a hell? performed CPR on her. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like that wasn't the best, that wasn't the back. best example, but remember when she like fell into like a vat of like mud at the beginning of the season? Oh, and yeah. And then she like ended up in like a metal factory from hell? And then yeah. she like jumped back out and it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Anything can happen, all right? Yeah, anything can, this yeah. is a hell There's mouth, no rules. Okay? No rules. Willow arrives with donuts and she's talking to Buffy when Oz comes up behind her unnoticed by Willow as she says to Buffy, how come you're the wakey girl? I mean, this time it's not your boyfriend who's the cold blooded. And then she notices Buffy's like kind of gives her the eyes to point out that Oz is behind her. And then she turns around and she says, jelly donut to Oz. (laughs) That fixes all ales. (laughs) What? That fixes all ales. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Not so much for me. I'm not a big donut person, but. What? You don't like any donuts? How many great things can you hate? (laughs) (laughs) Let's start a list. Did we have a list? We did have a list at work. We did have a list going. Yeah. Yours was quite long. But it was like stuff that I I flat out will not eat. I'll eat donuts. They're just not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. You know? I don't think you've had the right donuts. It's not my favorite breakfast food. I bet I could hook you up with a real donut that would just knock your socks off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't have any. Look, Pat. I'm sorry. Exactly. They're already off because that's how good the donut is. Okay? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's knocked, a donut from the future. Knocked my socks off from the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is some donut, Pat. Uh, I know. Get ready. It's coming. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. So Willow tells them the body examination was inconclusive and Buffy starts to freak, clearly concerned that it's Angel. So she wants some answers. Then she apologizes and sits down. And in the cafeteria later, Scott waves Buffy over to his table where he sits with Debbie and Pete, and she sits down with a plate full of jello, <laughs> which seems more like a uh, hospital cafeteria meal than a school cafeteria meal. I know. But How do you get that much jello from a school I cafeteria don't know. line? I was trying. She has like three different types of jello. I'm right. like, I feel like there was not any like jello y- options at no. my school. I remember there was like, you could get like a like a little tiny bowl of jello you know when they they do i don't think a, we had that oh we did we had a little tiny bowl of jello and they put like one little spritz of whipped cream on it oh because they would have like different uh dessert options so one yeah. would be like jello one would be like pudding or something yeah but if you got jello that's what it was like you'd have to have an in with one of the lunch ladies mm. maybe that one who's like really uh 
guilty for trying to get in Xander's <laughs> pants that one episode. Yeah, but she just Buffy's, like any any of the Scooby yeah. gang, she's like, I'm going to load them up she's with like, Jello. Um, <laughs> every time she sees Buffy in line, they she's remember. like, whatever she wants, just give it to her, okay? What do you want today, Buffy? And she's like, all Jello, like four plates worth. And she's like, no problem. It's done. No problem. You want eight plates worth? I get yeah. eight plates worth. And then the lady on the cash register is like, Joan, what is all this Jello? We can't serve. And she's like, shut up. Just charge her the original Lisa, 80 cents. Just give her the lunch that she wanted. <laughs> okay, Joan. It's all taken care of, Yikes. Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it's happening. Oh, I am Got to the right now just missing the giant cookies we had at my mm, school. Yeah. Giant cookie anywhere, please. Yeah. I'm bigger all the about cookie, that. the better the taste. The better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where the hell am I? So, yeah, she sits down with her plate of, of jello. jello. A lot of jello. Um, and yeah, Scott says something to her like, I can't condone that, <laughs> that <laughs> That's not lunch, lunch nutritional demerits or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Doesn't she um, like, is she like surprised by it herself? She's like, oh, right. This isn't lunch <laughs> or something. Well, well she's just kind of like, yeah, I couldn't handle like solid foods today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think she's necessarily surprised by it. All but right. <laughs> You know. I was surprised I, by it. I was also. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Too much jelly. Gonna have a crash after that. <laughs> So then Buffy yes. and Yeah, let me Debbie. fill in for you. Scotty. Skin complicated with Scotty here. Buffy and <laughs> Debbie talk about Mr. Platt, and Buffy says that she liked him. Debbie's surprised, saying, I guess he's kind of funny and stuff. It's just sometimes I don't like the things that he says. And Scott says, well, my mom says that therapy can be completely helpful. He's such a sweetheart. He's just such a nice little nice little boy. Ooh, Mr. Scott. Hope. Yeah, he's yeah. just so nice and wholesome. So far. And Pete says, yeah, but your mom has the wattage of a Zippo lighter, Scott. Yeah, who's this, this guy? Come on, Pete. I'll show you a Zippo lighter, Pete, oh. right to your hair. <laughs> okay. Filled with <laughs> gel and whatever yeah. spray you probably Think got in there. Light right up. Right? Go right up in flames, Pete. That's Is that what, what you say. want? He's like, yeah. God. <laughs> Oh my God. brought the crazy girl with pink hair <laughs> yeah i just walk by and say this yeah just a little but at drive, least buffy has this plate threaten. full of jello so yeah. she can just put it right out <laughs> uh, okay anyway um, scott says i hope you realize i don't actually know these people i just thought you'd like me better if i had friends so i hired them <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and she just gives him kind of a weak smile and then he tells her she looks amazing and then she nervously gets up kind of just pats him on the shoulder <laughs> and leaves they're there bye-bye now <laughs> bye-bye like she's like i gotta go and she's yeah. like and leaves um and pete says check out scotty like in the manic depressive chick easy easy pete easy pete and debbie S you two pete. troublemakers pete you I don't know. I'm trying to Pete. come up with like a good, like, like a zinger, mean nickname for him, but yeah. I I don't got one. Um, it'll come back to us, I'm sure. Okay. We cut to the mansion. Buffy slowly approaches Angel, who's crouched in his restraints, and he's kind of like whimpering. Um, she reaches a hand out to touch him, and he violently reacts dar, as soon dar. as she touches him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 an animal. <laughs> so feral. <laughs> so feral. <laughs> Uh, Will Ferrell. Look at that. What? I don't know. 
just said feral and I thought of Will Ferrell. Like, is he a feral person? I don't know. Sometimes he's crazy. Anyways, what's next? Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, she backs away and looks at him shocked and hurt. And then she exits the mansion quickly. Quick thing going on. She leaves him growling and pulling against his restraints. <laughs> and we see dust falling from the stone as the bracket he's yeah. chained to begins to loosen. Yeah, I love it Uh-oh. when it's a close up on a bracket. You're like, hmm. What does wonder what's what going to happen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wonder wonder why they're spending a whole shot on the bracket. Hmm. Mm. What is this leading it's to? It's almost like we have to pay attention to it. Like they're setting, uh, you know, some sort of. Um, yeah, well, it's good for people like you, you know, who don't, you don't always. Okay, all right. <laughs> all Easy. right. Easy, Easy Pete. <laughs> Easy Pete, Debbie. Um, <laughs> at school, Pete tries to convince Debbie to make out, have sex. Not really sure what he's trying to convince her to do, but convincing her to do something. Yeah. Um, before she meets a friend and she reluctantly lets him lead her into a dark supply room. Yeah. He notices an almost empty jar of bright green fluid on a yeah. shelf behind her and he gets very angry. Green moonshine. Of drinking it. Yeah. Or yeah. like flubber. Flubber. <laughs> what if that just, what if this just took a turn and it was flubber? Flubber. Yeah, I know. That'd be fun. Well, flubber makes noise, doesn't it? It's like when it bounces around, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I would have known it was not flubber for sure. Big yeah. fan of the movie. I would have been like, that right there, that's not flubber. That's not flubber. This is not <laughs> You're a not fun, fooling anybody, Pete. That's not fl- flubber, okay? <laughs> Stop trying to lure girls in here and tell them that you have real flubber, okay? Come <laughs> it's on. not real flubber. It's fake flubber, and you're a flubber, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> flubber, Pete. <laughs> that's it, flubber, flubber Pete. Flubber, Pete. Okay. Yeah. Um, he gets very angry, and he accuses Debbie of drinking it. <laughs> Drink my flubber. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy enters Mr. Platt's office and she tells him not to turn around and she starts to ramble about how there's something going on, but she can't talk to anyone about it and she's scared. Then she realizes that his cigarette is burned completely down to the filter. He hasn't like tapped it at all. Right. Yeah. And the camera moves from her to a mauled dead Mr. Platt. So his this eye is, scene like, scratched out. This scene starts almost like uh, Inspector Gadget, where Dr. Claw is always like facing away from the camera or whatever. That used to frustrate the hell out of me when I was a kid watching Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah. Maybe this is homage. Because he'd he'd always try to show up and then, you know, I think it was the opening credits when he'd put the... um, the handcuffs on Mr. Claw's arm and then he spun it around and it was just an arm on a table or on a chair, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, real frustrating. <laughs> so the scene really got to you. Yeah, I was like, Inspector Gadget vibes. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's he's dead. Yeah, he's His dead. His eye is like scratched up. Right. And, oof. Yeah. That's no good. Somebody feral really got to him. Yep. Somebody angry. Angry. <laughs> Back in the supply room, Pete is seething with anger as yeah. he picks up the jar and continues interrogating Debbie. He's like, Where's my flubber? Where Where's is my flubber? You ain't my flubber. <laughs> Why aren't you bouncing around? Oh, then that reminds me of the, where was the bouncy gummy bears? Gummy you ever watch gummy bears? The cartoon? Cartoon, yeah. Yeah. They, were, they, they would take, they would swig some potion and, and then bounce. bounce around. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's like what you should do. You should be able to do if you drink Flubber. Drink I would Flubber. Imagine. They yeah. should reboot Flubber or make a they sequel. They should. Yeah, you know, but there's no you know, Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams isn't around. But like so they could have like uh, Robin Williams' that. son or something. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Is he funny? I don't. No, no, no. Not real son. Like uh, from the movie, like the doctor. Oh, oh whatever. Okay. You know, I don't know if he had a son in the movie. I don't remember Flubber. Does he at have all. a son in real life? I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. put that put that I'm one on the back sad, burner. Okay. <laughs> I know. Me too. I always yeah. am sad when I think about Robin Williams. Yeah, me too. We were singing Aladdin the other day, Dave and I. Yeah, again. Friend like me. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> you guys are always singing Aladdin. <laughs> we're always singing some Disney Mulan. tunes. <laughs> I love yeah. Mulan. Dave hates that song, but that's my favorite song. Yeah. The I'll Make a Man Out of You, Be a mm-hmm. Man, whatever it's right. called. Anyway. You sing that to Dave? No, I just sing it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did they send me daughters <laughs> when I asked? For He's sons? like, okay, take it easy. Jeez. <laughs> he starts lifting weights. Check this That's... out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'll check it out. Hello. Hello. Then I'm back. Okay. And I'm back. So uh, Debbie tells Pete she was trying to get rid of the flubber juice mm-hmm. and to help him. And he sa- she says, you know how you get. When you drink it, and he cuts her off, and he says, "When I drink it, nothing, Debbie, nothing." <laughs> this scene came out of left field. I had no idea where this show was going after this scene. I was like, "What? I thought we had something else completely." And then Pete's here with the flubber, and it just goes off the rails. Yeah, it goes yeah. off the rails real quick. But there's a reason for that. Does it? Is there? I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay, we'll get real. All right, we'll get um, real. We'll get real. <laughs> like we do get all ready on this podcast. To get real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he says, I don't need this anymore, okay? I am way, way past that now. I can see my audio spiking as I'm trying to <laughs> be angry, Pete. Yeah. Um, and he slams the bottle back on the shelf, and then he just starts picking up and throwing glass bottles willy-nilly all oh, over so the mad. place. So mad. So, oh, my God, Pete. Yeah. Jesus. Jeez, um, Pete. And he says, you could pour out everything I made and it wouldn't help. And you want to know why? And he grabs Debbie <laughs> by the arms. It's your Uh-oh. favorite thing. Shakes her. <laughs> <laughs> we try to shake sense into people. Because all it takes now is you, Debbie. And he grits his teeth and he's like, you and your stupid grating <laughs> voice. <laughs> goes, goes full on a Lucia on her. Yeah, that's true. Then his head starts whipping back and forth. Oh, yeah. He's Wild. Fiends. Full Joe and his face is red, and then he has these like talon like black claw nails. Right. The veins really popping out. Yeah. Totally uh, aggroed out. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Full aggro. All veiny. Uh, so vain. He, he shakes Debbie and he yeah. says, You're the reason I started the formulas in the first place <laughs> to be the man you wanted. Yikes. And you pay me back. How? And Debbie is like crying. Yeah. By whoring around with other guys and taunting me. And Debbie yeah. says, no, I don't. I don't even look. And he backhands her across oh, the face, geez. throws Pete. her to the floor. Don't yeah. do it, Pete. This is not okay, Pete. Not okay, pal. She crawls around to face him and slowly gets back up. And he says, is that something your shrink taught you, Debbie? Huh? Jeez. To share? <laughs> I was like, what is he saying? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, He's to got too much flubber juice in him. To piss he me off. Can't control himself. <laughs> too much flubber, man. Brings the and veins he, out. He hits her again, 
and he's and she stays down cowering this time and he says well well guess what even he's not going to listen to your pathetic ramblings anymore i'm all you got now debbie <laughs> do you hear me i'm all you've got a little too much rant and pee all right yeah just and goes on cut. for too long and then yeah. suddenly he realizes what he's doing and he calms down enough to change back to his normal self Deveined, what? Well, not deveined. I guess that would not be good. Uh, and he tries to console her. <laughs> deflated veins. Deflated veins. <laughs> thank yeah. you. And he says, "You know, you shouldn't make me mad. You know what happens." Aww. She puts her arms around him, stroking his hair, and then she's the one comforting him, telling right. him it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's trying to apologize. Mm, Perhaps like he this. should uh, take her out to a restaurant. Perhaps they could go to the weather vein. <laughs> what where's that vein the weather vein seafood uh seafood restaurant you ever heard of the weather vein oh seafood right sure i would know that oh yeah you don't you don't uh don't partake you don't partake in the shellfish <laughs> no <laughs> i know it's very shellfish of me it is very shellfish of you <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one yeah I don't think we use shellfish in our fish puns. Speaking of shellfish, this guy's pretty crabby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so not good. Not good here. So right. we cut to the library where Giles tells Buffy, Willow, and Faith that the coroner said Mr. Platt was killed shortly before Buffy found him, meaning he was killed during the day. So Oz is off the hook. Perfect. And in the courtyard, Oz waits to give Debbie his bio notes and when she shows up in a hurry, he notices her busted eye and she brushes it off saying that she hid it with a doorknob. She like I do fell. that all the time. Yeah. I mean, I will say I like, I got <laughs> bruises all over myself because I am just constantly walking into just random shit. But, you know, the eye is a different thing. <laughs> you know, Sammy. Walk into doorknobs. Is everything cool? Everything cool yeah, over there? Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. Just, okay. Pat. I think you you don't twice. need to worry about me, okay? <laughs> okay, all right. Just checking in, checking in. But you know, no, I I appreciate that. But uh, I'm you good. Just wink. <laughs> you know, no, I'm good. Uh, my eyes are hair. straight open. Okay, all right. My eyes are straight open. All right. <laughs> no, Dave is okay. Dave is like Scott Hope. He's yeah, sensitive. He's exactly what they would tell you to say. Baby. Exactly what they would. Okay. Just checking in. No, just thank you. In. I appreciate that. Right. You're a good friend. All right. Was that a wink? Okay. No, it's right. not a wink. Okay. I'm not winking. Okay. <laughs> this is normal blinking. Everything's fine. But yeah, it okay. is exactly, that's exactly what she's doing. It's exactly yeah. what she's doing. That's what it is. It is what it is. But this is not what I'm doing. I do just okay. walk into things all, all right, the now time. Now you're sounding a little too defensive, you know, starting to get more worried. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> hyperventilating. <laughs> I just need more flubber. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, so Oz doesn't look like he buys it, and Pete is watching them from the shadows. Oh, oh. Pete. He's Pete, peting Sneaky Tom. Pete. I was going to say, never mind. Doesn't peting, work. Peting Tom. Yeah, Peting Tom doesn't work. No. <laughs> Peep and Pete. Pete and Pete. Um, so uh, back in the library, Giles says, our task now is to determine what sort of killer we are dealing with. Clearly, we're looking for a depraved, sadistic animal. And Oz walks in and says, present. <laughs> uh, Willow tells him it's a kill in the day monster. And Giles tells him Mr. Platt was the second victim and wonders if there's something they had in common. And Oz says, Debbie. Uh, 
and he says that Jeff was in jazz band with them, um, who was the boy that was found in the woods. And of course, she saw Mr. Platt for counseling. So Oz tells him about Debbie's black eye that he just saw. And Buffy jumps right to thinking it's Pete, which let's be honest, nine times out of 10, it is the the spouse or partner when women are being abused. So Oz heads for the cage for a final night and Buffy and Willow find Debbie trying to cover up her black eye in the girl's locker room. Debbie tells them about Pete's anger, but not his Jekyll Hyde situation. She yeah. says, it's me. I make him crazy. He he just does what he does because he loves me too much. He drinks flubber because he loves you too much. Uh, Debbie. This is hard, man. Yeah. Okay. Nobody drinks is... flubber. All right. Get real, Pat. <laughs> I am real, man. Time to get real. <laughs> yeah, so... This truly does happen with many women. A lot of us have low self-worth and we accept controlling abusive partners as normal. Mm -hmm. I consider myself to be a pretty strong-willed, level-headed, confident woman. And even I found myself in a controlling and abusive relationship. Mm. And I know we talked about this a little bit in the, like we talked about the Buffy and Jealous dynamic when he went bad and the student teacher couple and I only have eyes for you. But here's the most extreme and obvious example of this type of unhealthy relationship that we've had so far in this show. Yeah. Um, And when Buffy and Willow urge Debbie to tell them everything that she can so that they can help her, she just says, I didn't ask for your help. And Willow says, well, when are you going to? I mean, if Pete kills you, it'll pretty much be too late. And that's like, that's the reality, you know, for so many women. Um, So here we have this horror comedy TV show taking on this very real issue. Again, this is why like Buffy is studied in mm-hmm. college because it takes these very real issues and give them like a monsterific twist but the message uh-huh. is still loud and clear right like this is bad this is what's going on like yeah. here's here's a sort of you know horrified version of this real life yeah. scenario that could happen well perhaps they should show this episode in high school as opposed to like we watched a really crummy lifetime tv movie about yeah the same which sort you of make thing. fun of and you're like yeah, but right. this, like, this is so lame because the acting was bad and stuff. Yeah. But this one, we got a cuddly werewolf. Okay. We yeah. got a shirtless guy to keep the attention. You know, A couple shirtless guys. A couple shirtless guys. And uh, yeah, this hard-hitting narrative of yeah. abusive relationships. I'm all for showing this in high school. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. perhaps write to your uh, local superintendent. Okay, and we'll do. It. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to make sure I watch everybody, this with not my just kids. you. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. do that. <laughs> right. Watch this with your kids. They're like, um, "What is this spam?" <laughs> <laughs> so, there is literally an academic journal dedicated to studying Buffy, Pat. I yeah, I know. Okay. I feel like you've told me this, and still, you know. All right. I believe you. My nerd is showing. We cut to Angel in the mansion. He pulls the bracket down, pulls the chain free of it, and runs out of the mansion. Yeah, so feral. <laughs> so feral. <laughs> Still shirtless. Still I mean, shirtless. It's not like he could put on a shirt with that chain. That'd be yeah. pretty. Can't really yeah. get into Surprise it. Surprise those pants stayed on being so feral. Ugh. You know? You feel like yeah. you'd have to be more free, you know? Yeah. But. Bust out of them. <laughs> right. Like the Hulk. <laughs> Just Hulk out.
So then back in the girls' locker room, Debbie won't tell them where Pete is. So Buffy grabs her and turns her to face the mirror. And we're going to read some more lines here. More lines. Yep. Okay. Um, you're going to be Debbie and I'll be Buffy. Okay. Um, so Buffy uh, grabs Debbie tur- and turns her around to face the mirror. And she says, look at yourself. Why are you protecting him? Anybody who really loved you couldn't do this to you. And then she takes a few steps away. And Debbie says, would they take him someplace? Probably. I can never do that to him. I'm his everything. Great. So you two live out your grim fairy tale. Two people are dead. Who's going to be next? Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Also, though, let me just say, hey, Buffy, somebody you've been snogging around with for quite a while has murdered a many people, okay? Yeah. So you might want to take some of your own advice, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, All right. You're one to easy talk to dish there. it out. I suppose so. Yeah. Bit of a hypocrite, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the library, Oz is pacing in his cage, waiting to change when Pete enters. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here we oh, go. Yeah. I, <laughs> here I saw where go. this was going. Yep. Yeah. He accuses him of putting the moves on Debbie. Mm -hmm. Petey, Pete, Pete. Bad move, brother. Easy, Pete. Oz tells him that something is going to happen to him that he might not believe. And then Pete hides out. Oh, shaky vein head syndrome. Yep. And Oz goes, or you might. And Pete (laughs) yanks the cage door off its hinges. So you're right. This is where we're going to need the uh, Long Island contractors to come and fix that. Yeah, so Pete tears it off. Why Pete couldn't Oz it tear it off as a werewolf? I mean, maybe Pete has even more strength than more than Oz. Than a were- I mean, like they're pretty werewolf? evenly matched during this fight. That's true. You know, maybe so. cuddly Oz werewolf just didn't do it. You know, he didn't try. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe He's his like, brain shrinks, like his muscles grow, but his brain shrinks. I would He's assume like, I'm so. I'm in a cage. There's no way I could get out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd assume so. Okay. But he's out now because oh, Pete f- tosses Oz out of the cage. But this is, he hasn't wolfed out yet. Uh, oh, yeah. So Oz Not is yet. still human, Oz. And he throws, uh, Pete throws him to the floor. Um, and then in the girls' locker room, Debbie just keeps repeating, he does love me. He does love me. And she's like rocking back and forth. And Willow's <laughs> like, I think we broke her. <laughs> but Buffy says, I think she was broken before this. I which, think the flubber broke her. Yes, yeah. I think... Again, the whole idea of some women just not having enough self-confidence, self-worth, and feeling like this is what we deserve. So that's kind of what Buffy's alluding mm-hmm. to. Like, and let's I think just she say that it can happen this. to men, too. It can definitely happen to men. Absolutely. Yes. I know plenty of men who have had very bad toxic relationships oh, yeah. with aggressive ladies as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Um, so in the library, Pete throws Oz over his shoulder, slamming him down on the table. Ooh, I'm just like, oh, his back. <laughs> Poor Oz. Um, I know. Oz gets back up again. He's still human, Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, he And Pete punches him and says, did you kiss that whore? Huh? Did she like it? Easy and then he, with the W word. I know. WB. Jesus. Jeez. That's what, they're really putting the W in WB lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Pete throws Oz over his shoulder again. Um, 
onto the stairs and then Oz manages to kick Pete back, then stands up, looks through the arched window to see that the sun has set and he says, oh yeah, wait, I got this. He says, time's up, rules change. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Then he morphs into a, a what? A werewolf. (laughs) And they start to wrestle. Wrestle. And Pete holds up pretty well until Oz bites him. But even then, Pete like yells. uh, And he's a little monkey bite. I don't think it's a monkey monkey bite. (laughs) 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 And so Buffy, Willow, Faith, and Giles all hear Pete yell. And so they run to the library. Buffy grabs the tranquilizer gun and then accidentally shoots Giles. Oops. He goes, oh, right. Bloody, bloody priceless. <laughs> he collapses. Uh, Wolf Oz runs around them and out the library door into the school. Buffy throws Faith the tranquilizer gun and tells her to go after the wolf. And she's followed by Willow while Debbie runs away. And then Buffy goes after Pete, kicking him and punching him in the face. He throws um, a bookcase on top of her, but it does not send her in a coma like it did for Willow. She's a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. Pete roars and runs from the library, Buffy chasing after him, (laughs) but he escapes through like a high window before she sees him do this. Yeah, very athletic the way he kind of pounced up there and climbed out. Yeah, well, you know, he is on flubber, so... Got a little more bounce in his step. <laughs> got a bit bounce in his step. <laughs> Put a little bounce in your step, Pete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just Drink has these negative consequences of, you know, like going ape shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hulking out. I know. Um, well, the flubber gives and it takes, you know? It does, yes. <laughs> so uh, Debbie is waiting for Pete in their supply closet she runs to him and she hugs him but he don't hug her he doesn't hug her back he just lets his arm be limp who pete and that's a bad sign yeah yeah so he just accepts the hug but doesn't hug her back Mm. pete yells at her for telling buffy about him shoves her to the ground calling her a screw up and a waste of space then he moves toward her and we cut to the hall where buffy notices the blood streaked near the high window from his arm bite right um Faith and Willow chase Wolf Oz, and uh, he knocks Faith down, knocking the gun from her hands. Uh, Buffy climbs out the window onto a roof, then jumps down and sees the supply closet door right there. So she goes in. She finds Debbie dead on the floor, Uh and Pete throws Buffy into the wall. Faith struggles against Wolf Oz, trying not to get bit, and Willow yanks his tail (laughs) and then runs and so that he begins to chase her. Uh, Faith gets the gun, shoots Wolf Oz, and he falls down unconscious. Buffy and Pete start to fight, um, and suddenly the door to the supply closet is thrown open and Angel busts in, vamp face on. Oh, yeah. Shirt still off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I was like typing up my notes and I said, Angel bust in, vamp face on. And Dave looked at me and he said, and shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> um, he whips Pete with his chains and then uh, Pete tries to choke Angel and then tries to go for Buffy and Angel throws his chains around Pete's neck, twists and snaps it. Oh so many, boy. I did so not realize how many neck snappings yeah. happened post Yana. Well, that's just how you killed people in a semi-non-violent way for the WB back I feel then. like that's really violent. I think that's right, like one of no the most violent ways. Right, but there's no blood involved. Yeah, if, I guess. If you're up against the MPAA, 
you know, and you're trying mm. to get your ratings across. That's true. The things that they bristle at is like nudity, you know, certain words like the F word. Yeah. And they also don't whore. like blood. So yeah. you gotta you gotta cool it with the blood. And neck snapping see. is a really clean way to kill somebody quickly that gets right past the MPAA. Mm, mm. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That is illuminating. Because to me, I'm like, this is such a violent way. So violent. I of know. killing someone. Like, it feels more violent to me than like a stabbing. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe because it just, I don't know. It just, ugh, it just, yeah, it just feels very yeah. feral. So feral. So feral. <laughs> um, uh, Pete goes back to his normal self. Like, he dies, but he f- transforms back to like normal his what did you call it d d veined no no (laughs) deflated vein deflated veins yeah so he's and then angel calms down and he and buffy look at each other then he changes back to his human face walking towards buffy and he says of course buffy and he Uh, falls to his knees hugging her waist and they both begin to cry yeah here we go always on his knees always hugging her waist this is what he does that's what you want man let me tell you is the redundant uh, relationship that she's stuck in. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I'm a feral, scary monster, and I kill people, and this is what happens. But I love you, and I'm tender, and check out these pecs. Yeah. These tight leather pants. Mm. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Buffy is in a similar situation. Yeah, it's a little more complicated because it's like, you know, can he control it? Can he not? He's Does cursed. He Does, he Does he not? Does he not have a soul? soul? What's right. going on? Yeah. But still, honestly, Buffy, just dust the dude. All right? It's dusting time. But she loves him. I don't care. Dust buster time. Wow, <laughs> you really do have murder in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Only for murderous vampires. They cancel yeah. each other out. That makes me an angel. I am an mm. angel is what I'm trying to say. Where's mm, my leather okay. pants? <laughs> yeah, you've got to fluff up that hair more. Yep. Where's my comb? Where's my pants? <laughs> <laughs> so the camera cuts back and puts them, puts Buffy and Angel in the background and a dead Pete and Debbie in the foreground. Yeah. So, yes, kind of, I think, making that comparison. Mm. And potentially some sort of foreshadowing. Maybe. I don't know. Leaky bucket stuff. Easy now. Mm. Or am I throwing you off? Who knows? Yeah, there's no way. To but I'll I think I, what out. I'm saying <laughs> is like I think to me the composition of the shot is sort of like, mm, mm? Th- you guys could end up here. Like, is this where you're heading? Right. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. I see what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Yeah. Like this is what may lie ahead. Right. Uh, so the next day, the Slayerettes are discussing what happened while walking in the quad and talking through some of the crazy theories they've heard floating around the school. Oz says, yeah, freshman told me that Pete had eight iced cafe mochas and just oh my lost God. it. I was like, that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> you give you... me one and I'm losing my goddamn mind. All right. You would totally vein out if you had yeah. like three of those things. I wouldn't rage though. Cafe I mean, mocha, your heart would explode. But my heart would explode. <laughs> I'd be like, bah! like I think I would just, I don't know that I'd be angry. I would just mm. be like very hyper. Yeah. And I would pay a high admission ticket price to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a Kickstarter uh, going. What can, we, what can we raise in funds? Let's do it for well, charity. Come on, Sam and Joe. If I... Be great yeah, guerrilla we'll, we'll marketing. We'll just have to switch our recordings to like a day when I don't have to like do work or something the next day so yeah. that I can stay up all night and chill right. out <laughs> yeah. when I finally crash. <laughs> and then dave will be like pat you come take care of her i'm like no 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 you do this it's for charity you. dave it's for charity <laughs> that always works 
so Buffy says that's better than the estrogen theory. I heard he took all of his mother's birth control pills. <laughs> Uh, Cordelia asked what really happened and Willow tells her we got a hold of Pete's lab books and stuff and Mr. Science was doing a Jekyll Hyde deal he was afraid Debbie was going to leave him so he mixed this potion to become super mass macho and Buffy says the only thing was after a while he didn't need the potion to turn into a bad guy he did it just fine on his own Buffy sees Scott sitting by himself and goes to talk to him she tells him she's not sure what to say and he says thanks I'm going to be okay it's just that you never really know what's going on inside somebody, do you? I mean, you think if you care about them, but you never really do. And then we cut to the woods at night again, just like the opening with Buffy and a voiceover reading Call of the Wild. Mm. And then we cut to the mansion where Buffy leans against a wall and watches Angel as he sleeps on the floor and sort of like twitches sometimes in his dreams. Yeah. And she's reading... Night came on, and a full moon rose high above the trees, lighting the land till it lay bathed in ghostly day. Slam poetry. And the strain of primitive (laughs) remained alive and active. Faithfulness and devotion. Things born of fire and roof were his. Yet he retained his wildness and wiliness. Fire and roof? That doesn't make sense. Hmm. Fire and roof? (laughs) That's what my notes say. I think that's a typo. <laughs> Fire and Fire roof. and roof. <laughs> Wait, things made of... No, things born of fire and roof. Yeah, there you go. Makes sense. Fire and roof. Things okay. Bo- this is why I said it's slam poetry. I was like, what, what are this we This is what from Call of here? the Wild. Yeah, exactly. Call of the Wild is a slam things poetry book. Things born of fire and roof can't be right. That has to be a typo. Nah. Things born just... of fire and roof. No, that's there you it. Go. Yeah. That's the real thing. Fire and roof. Living in a sheltered home is what it means. Okay. Right. Fire Born and roof. Fire and roof. Or yeah. his. Okay. Yet he retained his wildness and wiliness, and from the depths of the forest, a call still sounded. Cacao! Cacao! End. <laughs> cacao. Get out of here with your cacao. <laughs> they should have added the that episode. in. But that would have been a nice button for the episode. Cacao! Cacao! You know, right at the end? No. No? Come on, Pat. All right. Whatever. Any final thoughts about this episode? No, it was wild. Yeah. It was a wild episode. I wasn't in love with the whole Pete Debbie thing. I'll tell you that. No, you did call it, though, that there was going to be a uh, Monster of the Week. Yeah, it was Monster of the Week, but we also got a little bit of Angel. we also got some Angel. Yeah. Yeah. So. And now it's like. He's kind of a Monster of the Week, too, though. Mm Mm-hmm. So feral. So feral. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I don't really have any more trivia for you because you took it all. <laughs> yeah, I stole your trivia. Yep. So lunchbox Willow uses to hold the tools Scooby-Doo. is Scooby Doo themed. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I I have that I guess we you didn't say because you probably haven't been counting, but Mister Platt is the seventh member of the Sunnydale High staff to die. Wow. Yeah. Word's got to be getting around. Nobody wants to work for faculty or staff there. No. That's I wouldn't want to work there. Too treacherous. Yeah, treacherous. Yeah. That's a good word. Mm. Treacherous and feral. Treacherous, feral kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You ready to move on to Lost? I am. I am so ready to move on. All right. Let's get into Lost. Okay. This is... 
Season 2, Episode 10. It's titled The 23rd Psalm. Is that yes. how you say that word? Psalm. All right. Mm-hmm. It's got a big capital P in the beginning, but, you know, Do you, you don't have say you that. Ne- did you never go to church? Huh? Did you never go to church? No, I went to church, you know, oh. after Yeah, after the I... Psalms are like poems. Right. Sometimes I... they're sung. Right. I did not go to church for like the first 20 years of my life. So there's mm-hmm. that. Oh, okay. So, but okay. so you went more recently and you don't know how to pronounce Psalm? <sighs> Anyways, the original air date <laughs> is the 11th of January, 2006. I'm not trying to hate on you. Just curious. Written know. by Carlton Cuse, zip it. <laughs> <laughs> and Damon Lindelof, directed by Matt Earl Beasley. Not to be confused with Pam Beasley. Pam Beasley. <laughs> Maybe they're related. Perhaps. Uh, so, predictions. What do you got for predictions? Well, I nailed it this time. Did you? I mean, I only had two predictions, but one okay. was that we were going to get Mr. Echo's backstory. And we did. Nailed that. Good job. Uh, and then I also said Michael will spend sleepless nights trying to connect with Walt in the computer, wow. which sort of seems to be happening. Yeah, it's definitely Typing happening. Typing WALT in all caps. WALT! And <laughs> will ultimately lead him down a path that leads to him being captured again because he won't listen to Locke's warning about using the computer for anything other than inputting the code, and he will probably be tortured and maybe killed. Long-term Michael prediction. All right. So, yeah. you know, most of that doesn't come true, but clearly he's he's okay. trying to, he's like, so, you know, trading shifts to get yeah. in there. Yeah. He's like, I, I got to get back on that computer. Yeah. All right, so this episode starts with a close-up on feet playing soccer. It's a bunch of kids playing soccer in Nigeria. Football. Football. Mm-hmm. And then a truck with armed men show up out of nowhere, and they get out of the truck with guns drawn, and they herd the children together. And they force a poor young kid to hold a gun and point it at an older man, and they tell him to shoot him. They order the kid to shoot this poor man. And then, of course, the kid's hesitating because I don't think that's an easy thing to do. And no. another boy, who's slightly older than him, runs up, takes the gun from the little boy, and he shoots the man. And then they are impressed, and they ask him what his name is, and he says his name is Echo. And the, the captain guy name. says, oh, look at Mr. Echo. No hesitation, a born killer. He puts his arm around Echo's shoulder, and he says, come. He says, you won't need that anymore, as he takes the cross from around Echo's neck and he tosses it on the ground. And the other boy, the first boy, picks it up, the cross, and then they drive off with Echo in their truck. Cut back to the island. Claire meets Echo, and she introduces Aaron the baby. They talk about the name Aaron, and Echo's like, Aaron, the brother of Moses? And Claire's like... Yeah, that must have been tough to live up to, right? The pressure of everyone (laughs) saying, why can't you just be more like your brother, Moses? And then Claire asks about Echo being religious and tells Echo he should talk to Charlie since he's always carrying around a statue of Mary with him. Yeah, so finally, I feel like last episode, I was like, when are we going to get back to Charlie and his statue? So here we go. Here we go. There's a chock full of that this episode. And then I was thinking about this and I was like, oh... Didn't they say that the statues were from Nigeria? Ooh. The plane? Mayhaps. So I was like, sense mm, and connection Connections. here. I'm smirt. You're smirt. Yeah, I didn't even remember that. So this gets Mr. Echo's attention, the Mary statue, the mention of it. And he says, may I see it? 
And then we cut to a close-up shot of the Virgin Mary statue, Echo and Claire at Charlie and Claire's beach camp. Mr. Echo becomes alarmed and demands to know where Charlie found this statue. And Claire says, look, what I, what, 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 it's just a statue. And Echo says, just a statue? And he smashes it to reveal a baggie of heroin <gasps> and asks Claire, where's Charlie? Then we cut to, yeah, things are heating up around this Mary statue. We cut to John Locke, and he's opening the gun safe, and he's kind of fiddling with it with, like, a screwdriver. And Michael shows up, and they talk movies for a hot minute. And Mr. Locke explains what he was doing, saying, With new folks joining us, I figure we better limit people's access to the guns. Can't have just anyone who wants to walk in and help themselves, which I'm guessing is why you're here, Michael. Yeah, Ooh. so he's uh he's like changing the locks or something. He's or like changing, changing the combination. combination, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think he's okay. tweaking yeah. the combination. Yeah, you know? so smart. He's that is smart. It is smart. I agree. Can't have everybody grabbing guns, Michael. Yeah. And I think Locke is a good person to be the keeper of the guns because he is the most even-tempered. You think so? Out of everybody? I think so. But remember when he was like yelling up to the heavens saying like, what does it mean? Yeah, but everybody's had those moments. Right, so... He didn't run around grabbing guns. Hmm. You know? What about like, Jin? Guns aren't his weapon of choice. Jin feel... can't understand English. Yeah, but he can understand numbers, and that's all you need for the combination. Well, yeah, but then he's going to have to reason with someone if they want the gun. Like, he's gonna, they're going to have to convince the keeper yeah. of the guns, and Jin can't understand them. Well, they can draw a really good picture, okay? Or they can learn to speak Korean. Or they just go to um, Sun and have her translate. Yeah. Okay. There's true. many ways around this. Eh, I still think I'm I'm a, I'm good with Locke. You're going with Locke. Yeah. Right. Maybe Hurley. I mean, it makes sense considering his name and all. Yeah. He's got to lock it, it up. So then we cut to Charlie and Jin fishing on the beach, and Charlie asks Jin if he likes the Kinks, because Charlie's like singing. Oh Some yeah, song. super loudly. <laughs> super loud and kind of crazy. And at first uh, I was like, I don't know, is he using this heroin or what's go- what's going on? Because he's yeah. kind of having a good time here. No, he's and just being Charlie. Just being Charlie. And Jin's like, Keens? And Charlie's like, no, man, kinks. Kinks with a K at the end. It's kicking ha, kinks, you know. And he starts singing. <laughs> he's like, once you're in love, you're not getting the ha, 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 so look out. <laughs> I love the way that Jin is looking at him. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh, you're okay. fucking scaring the fish, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Come on, we're trying to catch some fish here, buddy. I feel so, like that's what he kind of like motions, like he's like, right? He's like, yeah, but what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I know. It's funny. So, Echo arrives and he's holding a piece of the broken Mary statue, and he asks Charlie where he found it. And Charlie says, "In the jungle. I found it in the jungle." And Echo says, "Take me there." He's like, okay, fine, yeah, we'll uh, go for a stroll. There's nothing there. We'll go first thing in the morning, all right? And he's like, we're going now. So mm. flashback to adult Mr. Echo doing drug deal business with some Moroccans. Doing drug deal business. Doing drug deal and business like a big baddie that he is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while he's doing the business, he pulls out a huge knife and he punctures this. knife. A not real knife. He punctures the bag of heroin and he tastes it. This is, this is like a movie thing. Yeah, he you know, you got to taste the drugs to make sure it's not cornstarch. You know? Yeah, right. Right. I wouldn't know the difference. Me neither. But I'd act like I did. 
Like yeah. I'd, I'd pop in my mouth and be like, mm, that's a good drug. That's, that's a, a good drug. That's a good one. Yeah. I know that's, that's a real- That's cocaine. That's a real high grade- <laughs> Heroin. <laughs> real good so, drug. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Grade yeah. A drug. Okay. And I'll give you 50 for it. <laughs> 50 <laughs> Which is what? A, 50 clamshells. Just give me a 50. Don't worry about it. Okay. Easy, easy cheesecake. Easy cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's oh, my like, people call you people. You know, we'll figure right. it out. The guy's like, joke's on him. It's actually cheesecake mushed up. <laughs> <laughs> joke's on him. I love cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a whole baggie of that, please. And yeah. thank you. Like uh, astronaut cheesecake. Astronaut cheesecake <laughs> with like one band of duct tape around the bag to make it look like drugs. Yeah. yeah. That's usually how they package drugs. Like, yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah. We're hip. <laughs> We're hip to it. <laughs> so Mr. Echo plainly explains to the guys that he will be that he will buy the heroin for fifty <laughs> and ship them out of the country. And one of the men then asks if it's true what they say about him. And Echo says, What is that? And the Moroccan says, That you have no soul. Mm-hmm. And Echo laughs briefly. And then suddenly kills both men with his knife. <laughs> he, sw- he slices their neck right He's open. He's like, would someone with us no soul do this? Right. And the other guys it- are like, yeah, well, yeah, I think so. They're like, yeah. oh. And then he turns to the little boy that's there. And he's like, go tell your friends that Mr. Echo let you live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He lets the, well, because the, his, like, the other people that were with him were, like, looking like they were going to kill the boy. Right. Right. They and had their guns like, drawn no, on him. He's he like, don't him. kill him. Yeah, he stopped him. Let them tell the tale of Mr. Echo. Tell the tale. Let me ask you this, Sammy Joe. Did you see Mr. Got- Echo being this like warlord? <laughs> you know, I felt like he he was atoning for something. Like yeah. his attitudes, his taking his vow of silence, like he all of his actions were right. led me to believe that he had some dark past that he closet. was a, that he was atoning for. I don't know but that. But isn't I that everybody on the island? So far. Yeah, it is everybody well, on the island, exactly. Well, maybe not that's, Rose that's and Bernard. That's why they're all here. No, you think Rose, Rose and Bernard, Rose are, and Bernard are perfect. <laughs> they're just there, like, they just, you know, maybe they're sadly like, uh, got on the, the island. Somehow. I don't know. They could be like a hitmen uh, tag team. Oh, like you know? Mr. and Miss, Mrs. Smith? Right. And they just, like, act like they're just a loving, you know, chocolate-eating couple. Oh, I would fucking couple. love that. I right? would love that as their we backstory. We get their flashback. And, and they, they're, just... they're the only ones who survive at the end. Right. They kill all the others. Yeah. They kill everybody. And they the skulk end around is just and murder everybody. <laughs> yeah. They're giving everybody drugs, making the... They're, they pick them. up Walt and just bust out of there. And they're like, all right, let's go to <laughs> We're California We're taking this now. Walt. <laughs> this Walt's ours. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. <sighs> yeah. I'd be yeah. down for that. I'd I'd be down. I'd be for down that for that twist. Netflix movie sequel. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, twenty years mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Rose and Bernard. Rose and Bernard. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Netflix yeah. So touch. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Uh, didn't necessarily think that he was a drug lord, but yeah. I definitely knew. Like well, I, I don't definitely sense that he had some kind of dark past. Right, and he says, you know, in a scene or two later that he's not, he doesn't normally deal with drugs. It's just this kind of this one time. But he's definitely dealing in crime. He's like yeah. this crime lord. He's, we're doing crime. We're doing crime, okay? Don't sneak Crossover. up we're doing crime. <laughs> exactly. That's what he said to the little boy. Little boy, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he kills him, tells the boy to run, and then back on the island, Charlie waltzes up to Claire to smooth things over, and she's upset about the discovery of the heroine. You want to do some lines real quick? Yeah. Whoa, no. (laughs) No, we weren't doing that. 
Come on, we do all the drugs. I mean, here's what? some lines to read. So I say, As Hi, Claire. <laughs> Hi, Claire. What happened to the statue? Don't play stupid, Charlie. What? Uh, I pull baggies of heroin out of my pocket. <laughs> 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 What's this? Because this was in your little statue. And unless I'm mistaken, I seem to remember you saying you're a drug addict. I'm just doing full British. Can't do That's Australian okay. right That's now. Right. <laughs> I didn't know. And then Claire rolls her eyes and look, it's sealed up inside a statue. How would I know? Claire, I'm not using. Look, you believe me now? So Char- I don't care. Charlie <laughs> breaks open the baggies and starts dumping the heroin in the sand. Right. Yeah. It'd be funny if he started licking his hands after like, eh, just got to clean them. Just got to clean them. Licks up the sand. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then Claire says, someone's waiting for you. Yeah. And then we cut to Locke and Michael. It's, it's Echo. It's Echo. Yeah. That's He's waiting for him. Because they're, yeah. they're, they they got to go find where uh, Charlie found it. Yeah. Locke and Michael in the jungle. Locke is teaching Michael how to use a gun. And you know what I'm thinking? Hmm? Bad Boys Club is back, yeah! baby. <laughs> and they're yeah. shooting the ranch dressing. <laughs> shooting a tub of ranch dressing? That's they're a like, real bad boy club We're not going to have any salad. <laughs> no salad for us, man. We're so like, cool. Oh, man, we'll right. just shoot, you know, ranch dressing, even though there's none more ever on this island. Like, this is the last ranch dressing that we might ever have in our life. Yeah. And we're just going to shoot a whole tub of it. Come on. Because we're bad boys club, and that's you what we do here. you got to save every bit of food. Where's yeah. Hurley on this? They're ration that out. Isn't he supposed to be in charge of the food? Yeah, you're right. He should be doling that out to somebody. Well, he was probably like, like, eh, I hate ranch dressing. Go ahead and take it. Who do you think would like ranch dressing? Uh, me, number one, 100%. Really? Love You're ranch a ranchy? Dressing. I'm a ranchy for life. Really? Yeah. When you go salad, you always go ranchy? Uh, it depends on the salad. Yeah. Um, I like oil and vinegar. I like green goddess dressing, like ranch. <laughs> depends yeah. on the salad, you know? Okay. Depends All on right. the salad. Depends on my mood. Yeah. Uh, but when I get wings, ranch dressing. Ranch? Yeah, I don't do you that know what blue I hate? cheese nonsense. Uh, me neither. I hate blue cheese. Mm, no. Funky, I'm like, what is this? Gross. Yeah. I would write, if it was me, I'd be like, let's shoot the blue cheese dressing. Oh, yeah, me too. There's no need for this. Yeah, ranch goes with a lot more things than blue yeah. cheese does. Oh, ranch is so good. You got that so dill good. flavor. Mm. Good ranch has that dill flavor. Ooh, oh, yeah. Throw some dill in there. Yeah. And I bet Sun's, uh, you know, cooking up some dill. Well, she's not cooking it, but she's growing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? probably. Oh, yeah. man. I love, my mouth is starting to water. I love it. I know. Dill. We're going to get hungry again. We got, um, we have dill growing. All right. In our backyard. So Michael shoots the tub of dressing and his face says it all. Mikey likey. <laughs> Mikey likey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, like a, it was like a nice close-up cut of his face and like he's just like, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> like he just had this look on his face like, oh, yeah. I also, get used to this. Also, he hates ranch dressing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's probably why. So, you know who cu- used to like ranch dressing? Who? Brian fucking Porter. Oh, my God. So he just God. like drew his face on it and it's like, yeah. Phew. Brian Porter. No. Couldn't afford her. Couldn't afford her. <laughs> Charlie and Echo in the jungle. Charlie shows him a random spot and says he found it there. <laughs> I found it here. Come on. You can't yeah. fool Echo. Mm-mm. Mr. Echo does not guy. believe him. And Echo manhandles Charlie saying, take me to where you found it. And yeah. Charlie's taken a little aback by the aggressiveness like, okay. from Mr. Echo. <laughs> yeah. So they walk through the jungle. And Echo says, when I showed you the broken pieces of plaster, you said you did not want her to get the wrong idea. What is the wrong idea? And then Charlie stands up for himself saying, hey, 
I don't have to tell you anything, man. You come traipsing across this island, and now suddenly you're in charge? You want me to take you to your plane? You best start treating me with some respect. I'm not some guy you can just... And then we get a skittering smoke thing that flitters by. Yeah. yeah. The black seen this smoke thing. demon. Yeah, the little smoke monster thing. Yeah. Just kind of... <laughs> Great smoke noises by us. Yeah. And then Miss, Mr. Echo says, let's go. They just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback. To Nigeria, a lady is setting up a bunch of Mary statues for sale in front of a small church, and a young priest walks out of the church as Mr. Echo asks about the statues. And this priest is Yemi, Echo's brother. Yemi says, <laughs> For a second, I thought you were saying this priest is yummy. Oh, well, also yummy. Yummy. I mean, he's a good looking guy. Both, both, uh, Mr. Echo, is this Yemi Echo? <laughs> is Echo his first name or his last name? Or is it like Madonna? Where it's I just think like, it's like Madonna. Okay. So Echo and Yemi, the brothers, yeah, they're, yummy. they're both handsome men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's, yeah. Yeah. All right. There's no lying about that. Nope. Okay. You can so put that in your book. You can put that in your book and sign it, okay? <laughs> so Yemi says, why are you here, Echo? And the Echo says, we are moving the drugs out of Nigeria so that they cannot be used by our people. And the money, you'll have all the money to buy your vaccine. God has given us this opportunity. We should not turn our back on it. And Yemi says, God did not bring you here, Echo. Your greed did. I will always love you, but I will not help you. It's good to see you again, brother. And then he exits leaving echo sitting in the church yeah so this sucks because he's trying to do the right thing like he's like i'm i'm trying to get the drugs out of nigeria is he though or is he trying to make bucks doing it i mean yeah he's trying to make bucks doing it but i think he i think his heart is in the right place okay i think in yes the money is a motivation but he just wants yeah. to get the drugs out of the country and give the church some money for vaccines. And okay. also, he paid for the drugs. Right. And then he's That's getting true. them out of the country. So how but is he, he going to get the he money? He might be selling them somewhere else. Like, he's moving yeah. them out of the country. So he's going to sell them is, for a surplus. Yeah, he's, you know. he's sending them over to uh, right to Breaking Bad. To Walt, to, yeah, Walter, Walter White. White. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, no, he did, uh, he did uh, meth. So cut back to the beach. Kate cuts Sawyer's long locks. And she says, you know, you don't have to be belligerent just for belligerent's sake. Everyone loves you now. And then Sawyer says, bull pucky. (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, I missed that. (laughs) Yeah, he says, bull pucky. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, clearly couldn't say the SH word on ABC, you know, because Sawyer's watching his mouth all of a sudden. Yeah, I I know. That's that. That is weird. Bullpucky. I mean, I like it, but right. that's weird. Yeah. And then that's Hurley like the, shows up. I could up. see Willow saying that. I could see Locke saying bullpucky. Oh, uh, bullpucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Hurley shows up and he says, glad you're back, man. And then Sawyer calls him Pillsbury. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's mean. Yeah, Sawyer's got to play his role, you know? Yeah. That's, you know, he, he's uh, he's created a character for himself and he's got to live up to it. And then yeah, Michael shuffles like the, in. He's like the the angry get off my lawn guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I can't be a nice guy. Curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. And Michael shuffles in and quickly says, glad you're okay, man. And then Kate sort of like smiles at Sawyer like, see? And People he's like, I don't want to hear it, okay? 
So back to Charlie and Echo tropping through the jungle, and they stop to take a break, and then Echo eyes something in the tree. It's a parachute. He then finds a corpse mm. near it on the ground, and it's in a priest outfit. So he inspects it closer. He tears open the shirt of this dead priest, and then Charlie says, you know that guy? And Echo says, yes, this man saved my life. And then Echo prays on his knees, and Charlie, while Echo's praying. Wait, before, before that happens, though, yeah. at some point, they're, like, arguing, and Charlie says, I was a good person. I was an altar boy. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, he does mention that. <laughs> yeah. And then, wait, so does Echo, Echo, like, looks, he inspects the, um, the body, yeah. and I was like, oh, no, the man that was in the plane was a priest. Was it his brother? And right. then he, he sh- looks at the body more and we see that he has a gold tooth. And I was like, oh no, his yeah. brother doesn't have a gold tooth. Right. Gold tooth. Yeah. Gold tooth guy. And so, yeah, wh- while Echo is praying, Charlie mm-hmm. just keeps talking at him. Yeah. He says, <laughs> he saved your life, huh? Sure, that makes sense. He takes off on a plane in Nigeria. We're out in the middle of the South Pacific. It makes all the sense in the world. And then Echo finishes praying and Charlie picks up Echo's stick and he says, this is scripture written here. You're a priest. You're a priest, right? He's a priest and you're a priest too, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and so, and so while he was like yelling at Echo while yeah. he was praying, I was like, you know, as Echo, I'm thinking he like looks at Charlie and goes, I'm praying here, Charlie. <laughs> hey, you're an Charlie. altar boy. You should know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting from the beginning now, okay? You don't say boo, all right? Don't say boo, <laughs> Don't Charlie. say boo. Nothing. Nothing out of your mouth. All right, mister? <laughs> then he, he bops him top. on his head with his Jesus stick. Boop. Boop. You got it? <laughs> no. Flashback. Well, he doesn't say that yet. He doesn't call it a Jesus stick yet. Oh, oh no, just, you're right. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't call yet. it a Jesus stick. <laughs> so flashback to Mr. Echo barging into the church to find his brother. And he basically forces his brother to sign some documents that would ordain Echo in some someone else basically priests so that they can fly the drugs out safely as missionaries yeah. yeah right because the only the only planes that will not be inspected basically right are the ones that are flown by the missionaries right or first aid so his brother is very hesitant about this idea but after mr echo sort of threatens him he signs the documents well and- he says my friends will burn down this church exactly that's a threat for sure oh yeah, so, yeah. but is he threatening him or is he saying like, look, I don't have any control over it's these crazy guys. That's a crazy threat. feral guys. <laughs> so feral. Yeah, no, he, it's a threat. So he signs the documents. Echo drops a bunch of money for the statues. And for 50. 50. He gives him 50. And then he says, uh, I guess we're both sinners now. And Yemi says, perhaps we are, but God will forgive me, Echo. Ouch. Ooh, ouch. Back on the island, ouch, brother. Back on the island, Charlie seems to have lost his way looking for the plane. That's because? Well, let's do some lines and find out. Oh, yeah. You want to be Charlie or Mr. Echo? Charlie. Uh, I'm lost. It was dark. I was following Saeed. Right afterwards, a big bag of rocks fell on my head, so I'm sorry if I'm a bit spotty with the geography. Climb that tree. What? Climb that tree and perhaps you will be able to get your bearings or spot the plane. 
that's I think that's the same voice you use for Saeed. <laughs> okay, easy. I'm not into the voices this week, okay? It's <laughs> okay, me neither. I did I don't have it dialed full in. British for We're Claire. off this week. I feel like we've had some good weeks, but this yeah. is not one of them. There's too many accents this week. There's so many accents. Yeah. And I you know, we should apologize for all the accents. <laughs> yeah. To begin with. Apologies, sorry. But also they're just so bad that Look, it's just comical. I can do a great Christopher Walken, okay, but that's yeah. just not applicable here. Right. Okay, maybe if there's I mean, you a could Christopher just do Walken at some Every point. character is Christopher Walken. I'm <laughs> no. pretty sure the people would love it. The people would love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pressure now. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Charlie says, you climb it. What if I don't? You're going to beat me with your Jesus stick. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Jesus stick. <laughs> fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I find it a little odd that your scripture stick has dried blood on it. Are you going to climb that tree or not? Charlie reluctantly goes to the tree. What kind of priest are you anyway? And he kind of has some difficulty trying to climb it. You need to get higher. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Dave yeah. does rock climbing. Uh-huh. That's one of his hobbies. So he was like laughing so hard at Charlie for having poor climbing <laughs> technique. I was like, you could, you could jump right on that tree and get right up yeah. there. And he's like, yep. Charlie tries his best to climb the tree, and it made me laugh. I mean, it's he's so not, not very graceful, this no, one. He's kind of like, not. he's like on his butt, and he's like scooching. He's like, yeah, scooch, scooch, like scooch, how scooch. I would climb the tree. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so and then, funny. And then Mr. Echo sees slash hears something. Mm-hmm. The skittering smoke oh monster Oh, my God. Comes. I jumped so high. Yeah, I did, too. The crashing in. Bam. Yeah. Big old crash and flies <gasps> Right, this thing flies right into Mr. Echo's grill. Gets right up in his face. Yeah. But Mr. Echo, he stares he, it down. Oh, he stares it down. He doesn't. He he doesn't flinch. He just yeah. looks at it. He kind of smirks too. Like, yeah. oh, this is funny. Why this not? is good. Come, Come at, at me. me. Come at me, smoke. Come at me, bro. And then the camera sort of wraps around. And through the smoke monster. Yeah. Did you see anything like special? Yeah, it's like happening? it carries memories with it or something. Something. There's some images. It's like flickering with flickering, images. I couldn't like, make out anything specific, but me neither. Very sub- subliminal. I saw like some faces and such. Yeah. There's yeah. like a penis spliced in. Nope. Didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> like in Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. It's funny, Amy didn't notice it. She And she didn't believe me that there were images in it. And yeah. I was like, you didn't see it? And she's like, what? And I had to rewind it and showed it to her. And she was none too happy that I saw it and she did not. Oh. Sorry, Amy. Yeah. Sometimes, Dave, I mean, Dave is much more likely to notice a lot of stuff than me. But yeah. I think we both saw this. Yeah, I, I yeah, was unsure so, if you were going to see that, but you Yeah, saw so it. my guess is that it's carrying memories or memories. something. And like it's that's- Memory smoke monster. Memories. Memories. What's that cat song? Memories. You're asking me? <laughs> cats? I think that's how it goes. I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't. I'll do take cats. your word for it. <laughs> okay. So the smoke then begins to retreat. And Charlie looks on gobsmacked at the whole thing. Gobsmacked. Gobsmacked. And then Charlie hops down from his tree that he so gracefully climbed and he said most people when they see the creature made of swirling black smoke they run <laughs> yeah Ec- so oh go yeah. ahead. echo says i was not afraid of it so here's where i'm confused 
Okay. Because Charlie makes it seem like this has come up a couple of times. Yeah. So is this the same thing? Because like it shows up and it kind of like makes like a thudding noise and like downs like a tree or something like that in the same way that things have done in the past and i've been calling it like a the roller coaster dinosaur demon yeah so this is that thing this is that thing i believe oh it's fucking lame (laughs) you're disappointed i'm so disappointed hey it can be it could be more i don't know there could be more to it but i think it's the same thing i think this is what pulled lock into the hole we're yeah. trying to pull lock into the hole yeah i mean because we have seen the smoke the trees. thing a couple of <sighs> times but uh, but yeah that's the thing yeah. that's uprooting the trees that's the thing that was yeah chasing walt no i guess it was a polar bear chasing walt mm-hmm. but yeah <sighs> lame unimpressed huh unimpressed smoke monster unimpressed right. it sounds okay. like a roller coaster dinosaur and it's a fucking <laughs> fucking black smoke yeah well you know it can become something else. Who knows? All right. I'd stare into it. Very mysterious. Soul too. Yeah, you'd stare it down too. Yeah, I'd be like, right. "What you What you gonna do? I got a snuffer." I'd shadow punch the smoke. I'd be like, You know, really show them what's up. Yeah, I just get my candle snuffer. Punch it right in its memory face. Boom! How you like that smoke monster? You know, it would be really scary if it was the. Is it the faceless monster? Faceless. Co, Co, yeah, from Avatar. Mm, boy, is here we go with Avatar dealer. again. Here we go. That would Hij- be hijacking the show scary. again. <laughs> you got to look it up. Look up Co yeah. K O H the face. Oh, I'm looking it up right now. That thing oh, is so cool. Scary. You You're can't right. have any emotion in your face, or it right. steals oh, your face. So scary. You know what I was thinking though? They should uh, Luigi's Mansion this thing, and they should just carry around a vacuum cleaner that they find in the hatch. And then when it shows up, just just suck the smoke right yeah, into the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, that's so easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so easy. They gotta have a they gotta have a vacuum in the hatch. You just gotta find an extension cord that's long enough. Yeah, or a dustbuster. Or dustbuster. Go full yeah. battery on that thing. I don't you know, know if you could fit all the smoke in the dustbuster. Well, you get two dustbusters. Like a nice eureka, you know. Yeah. Or a shark. Yeah. That would suck it up real good. Yeah. Yeah. Or an Electrolux. Mm-hmm. Nothing sucks like an Electrolux. okay so yeah so charlie then mentions that he saw the plane about a kilometer away while he's up in the tree cut to michael inside the hatch and he's sort of walking around and he's checking the corners for people Mm, in the hatch he's trying trying to make sure he's alone yeah he's like because he's up to bad stuff but up to bad stuff as he walks into the swan computer room and he starts mashing on the keyboard. What? What? And then the monitor comes alive with text saying, Dad? And then Michael types, Are you okay? And the monitor responds, Yes. Are you alone? And then Michael says, Yes. And then it says, Can't talk long. They're coming back soon. ASL. (laughs) (laughs) And then Michael says, Where are you? And then it types, you need to C-O-M, like, you need to come dot, dot, dot. And then Jackie shows up. Uh-oh, yeah. caught in the act. <laughs> also, you don't think you think Locke's not going to find out about this? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, Locke definitely has, like, a key logger in that computer. He yeah. knows exactly when people type on it. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, something's up. Key so Lager, Montego. Key Lager. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Jack shows up. He tries to have like a little heart to heart with Michael. He says, listen, uh, no one's forgotten about Walt. And Michael's like, huh, what? <laughs> and Jack says, I, you read my screen? <laughs> I don't have any idea what you might be going through, but I just want you to know that as soon as we can, we're going to figure out a way to go out and bring him back. Okay. Oh, that's nice. And Michael's Sensitive like, Jack. yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. And then Michael looks again towards the computer screen and Jack sort of like squints and he's like, huh, what's going on here? So he kind of rotates around to look at the computer screen as well, but the computer screen is now blank. Mm. he's like clear history clear search history clear history (laughs) yeah delete 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 so we cut to charlie (laughs) yeah wait what's that do uh like cut or control x i guess oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. oh yeah i know that i know so charlie and echo arrived at the down plane that they were looking for and then we flash back to the same plane not flipped over but on a runway being loaded up with statues and droogs by Echo. <gasps> droogs. And, and another man. And then his brother, Yemi, comes flying in, driving a van to say, do not get on that plane, Echo. You saved my life once, and now I'm here to save yours. And then suddenly, a truck with soldiers comes speeding down the runway towards them, and Yemi has called the military. And he says, I did not tell them who was involved. You leave the drugs and you come back with me. And the other two guys start shooting. There's like two guys with the plane as well. And they got guns. So they start shooting at the military dudes. And in the scuffle, Yemi gets shot. Echo's brother. And the guy with the gold tooth in the plane kicks Echo out onto the ground. Because Echo's trying to like pull his brother Yemi into the plane so they can take off. Yeah. And so Yemi's body gets into the plane. But this dude with the gold tooth kicks Echo out. And then Echo sits on his bum on the runway and the plane flies away. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at this point, I got, would, I'm, I'm curious what you think. Like, do you think the guy yeah. with the gold tooth kicked Echo out because he knew he would be safe? Or do you think he kicked him out because he thought that he was, that Echo was not going to be safe and he wanted to like get back at him for his brother know. calling the military? I think it's unclear because when Echo says that this is the man who saved my life, I don't Mm -hmm. know if he meant it like he intentionally saved his life or he just accidentally saved his life. Right. Because the military approaches Echo and they think he's the priest who called him. Right. Called them. So he's fine. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I was curious to, as to what you thought, like if, if the guy's intentions were good or bad. I, I think it was possibly bad because he kicks him out. He flies the plane. He's probably thinking, I got all this drugs. I'm going to run with the money. And this guy mm. almost got me killed with his brother. You know, exactly. his brother kind of turned on us. Yeah. So I'm taking it into my own hands. I'm taking the drugs. I'm I'm blowing town. Yeah. And then I'm going to go sail off, you know, to Costa Rica or something. Right. But he gets he gets whirled, whirled into the island somehow. Right. And yeah, that would have been Echo earlier. Exactly. Perhaps. Echo still gets there, though. Mm-hmm. So back on the island, Mr. Echo finds another corpse inside the plane, and he opens the shirt, this time revealing a cross necklace. He picks up and he hugs the corpse, crying. Flashback back to the runway where the military approaches. That was his brother, Yemi. And the military approaches Mr. Echo on the runway who's sitting, and he says- Oh, sorry. I already 
Yeah, you blew it. He says, are you okay, father? (laughs) Cut back to Charlie peeking into the plane, and he asks about the corpse. Mr. Echo tells him he's his brother, and Charlie says, I'm sorry. Mr. Echo breaks a gas line of the plane, so gas starts dumping all over the place, and he gives Charlie a new Mary statue, and he says, for the one that broke. I'm like, Mr. Echo, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Maybe he's just he's just paying him. Mm. <laughs> Here you go. Have a statue. So Charlie and Echo watch as the plane burns, and Charlie asks if Echo is a priest or not. And Mr. Echo puts the cross on, and he says, Yes, I am. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. And he goes on for quite a while with the scripture talk. <laughs> it goes on <laughs> and on. And actually, Charlie joins in. Yeah, it's a pretty... Yeah. Pretty well-known prayer. Is it? This mm-hmm. 20, 23rd Psalm or whatever? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it. But anyways, the scripture talk blends into the end of the episode montage where Jin and Son approach Ana Lucia and give her a fish. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fish in a leaf. Yeah, that's nice. Like, here you go. Here's some food. And ukulele music kicks in and Hurley helps Libby make a tent shelter, and they smile at each other. Hello. Hello. And then Kate and Sawyer josh around with a mirror because he's looking at his new haircut, you know. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, look at me, freckles. Feeling fresh. <laughs> I'm feeling fresh. Feeling clean. And then Jack shows up and gives Sawyer his pill. Like, here, don't forget, he's he's gross and he's sick. You probably don't want to mess around with him or anything because he needs his pills. Remember, Kate? Okay? Unlike me, I'm clean, level-headed, I'm a uh, cool guy. Cool guy. Cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was interesting because, like, there's kind of, like, Kate sort of makes eyes at him, kind of, but not really. Like, there's no real there's exchange no magic there. of the no. fact that, like, they just they made, made out, out in right. the last episode. Right. They don't really acknowledge that. They don't, It's just yeah. kind of like, mm, okay, They're just, just like, the cool, let's pretend this didn't happen. Right. Because right. you were under the influence of crazy. Yeah, it was a moment of weakness, okay? Yeah. Something happened, and that's all there is to it. So Charlie walks up to Claire, trying to apologize to her about the statue and whatnot, oh, and she says, yeah, this is Look, sad. I can't have you around my baby, okay? And she kicks him out of the beach dwelling that they were sharing together. Yep. And then Charlie at night with a torch, walking through this. the jungle. You love it. I'm like, something's coming. What's coming? He uncovers a little honey hole. Honey hole? And he places his Mary statue that Echo gave him in the hole as the camera pushes in and tilts down to reveal he has many Mary statues. He's got a whole stash. Statched away. Statched? Oh, statched. Do you like I get that? It. Like Mary statue? statues? Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. We're uh, pretty weak in this episode for a few things. Good acting. uh, Puns. (laughs) Accents. Accents and puns. (laughs) Pretty weak on all three of those things this week. Yes, yes. You know, can't win them all, all right? No, you know, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I got some questions about this. Okay. Are you done? Let me, I'll let me, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Boom, lost title. Boom. Here's my question, Pat. Okay. okay. If the Mary statues are sealed, yes. how did they get the drugs into them? Ah, I know. Do you? 
they will see what if you heat them up and then perhaps the seal becomes unsealed. Like like they're the two, two halves, halves glued yeah, together? Yeah, the two halves glued together. Okay. Right? And then you... That you, could be it. Yeah. Okay. All that's right. I'm gonna, that's I always go wonder with. about that kind of stuff. Or maybe... Like how do you get the ships in the bottle? Well, if okay, here's the thing, all right? This is what I'm thinking. Now, you're going to have to use your mind to, be, to bend around this idea, okay? Okay, I'm going to use so my normally, mind's eye. So normally, if you have a ceramic statue, right? Picture one yeah. in your mind, one that yeah. you've picked up. Maybe it's a bunny or, or a bear or something, sure, okay? Sure, sure. Yeah, I got The those. bottom always has some kind of hole. It's never yeah, fully sealed. Yeah, but not these. These don't have that. You seen the bottom? Yeah, they've shown the bottom. They're just right. solid. Well, Cause that's you what just I was shot thinking, my like a, like a cool visual idea to hell. You shot yeah. it to hell. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I thought All right, of that, All right, back too. to the original idea. <laughs> it's the glue. Yeah. It's the glue. Two halves glued together. Yeah, they pull it apart. And yeah. And they put the drugs that's, in. Uh, it's going to be one of those un, unanswered lost questions. Okay. That's okay. true. I You're probably the first one to ever wonder that. I doubt it. <laughs> you're like, no way. There's no way. Everybody has to wonder this. Yeah. Never even crossed my mind. Crossed my mind immedi- okay. immediately. Immediately. All right, you ready for some trivia? I am. Okay, did you catch the numbers that John Locke put into the safe when he was, uh, it was like close above it? When... I didn't, but I'm guessing they're magic numbers. Yeah, I guess Mystery again, numbers. they totally blew it. The numbers were 25, 29, and 40. Oh. Wah, wah. Maybe I did know that, and I was like, Pfft. same thing Lame. with the 50. Couldn't be 42. Right. I know, Come they on. blew it. Right? You should have said 42. But I guess 42. 42 sounds sort of weird. Yeah, it's arbitrary. It's like, why not 40? Why not 41? You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Mr. Echo stares down the monster, many faces from his past are visible inside the smoke when freeze-framed. Oh, so yeah. that's what's there. Is that, is that a thing I'm supposed to know? Well, I think you could pick up on it if you're really perceptive or if you freeze-framed it while you're watching it. Were you really perceptive and picked up on that? Mm-hmm, 100%. That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> I think she bought it. Um, buy it. When played very fast, this is kind of fun. When played very fast, one can hear someone saying, wah, 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 to generate the growling sound of the smoke cloud. <laughs> when played very fast? Yeah, so obviously they, they recorded somebody saying, wah, 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 <laughs> and then... Uh, they slowed Slowed it it way down in post and then it became something else like is that something that you can do in like i know you can do that with podcasts but can you do that like on hulu where you change the like because you can (laughs) fast forward it but they you know just fast forwards no i think you'd have to you'd have to record it and throw it into like an editing machine and speed it up you should do that and put it on the podcast i'll just take their word for it (laughs) okay uh, all of Echo's African flashbacks are shot with a... Ooh, I like this one. This is cinematography. Mm. It's shot with a yellow-tinted lens to simulate ooh. the dusty environment Sepia. of Nigeria. Sepia. Is that cool? Is that yeah, fun? That is fun. Yeah. No, it's it's not really sepia. It's I like know. a yellow. Yeller. You know, old yellow. Oh, like the filter I was using last week on my video. Oh, yeah. Yep, true. Exactly. Just like that. <laughs> I was just trying uh, out an artistic style. Yeah, it works. The opening credits appear before the lost title sequence again. <gasps> oh my God! No. I know they usually I appear can't after Sammy. This. I know you love this kind of trivia. 
And I got another one for you. Oh my! I can't even. I can't even handle this. I can't stand this to one, hear it. You know what? You might want to put your socks on because I'm about to blow them off your feet again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we get go. ready for this one. Yep. So in the opening credits, the word "starring" is missing from the credits when they usually appear above the first main cast member's what? name. I know. Look at this. Pew! Those are your socks flying socks blown off. off. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that'd oh get you going. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty wow. Crazy. See, I, I filter know. out that kind of trivia. Oh, see, I don't because it's important, and the real fans of Lost will appreciate it. Real and they will fans write in. of Lost. They will write in and tell us how much they love that kind of trivia. Okay. They love the trivia. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you went full rock ballad on me. <laughs> No, I was um, doing the like real men of genius. Oh, wow, that's a deep cut. That's a throwback, that in, right? That's like as old as these episodes. It's old, old as dirt. As old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, even though the line of the okay, well, Mr. Echo recites the twenty-third Psalm at Yemi's mm-hmm. funeral. Okay, funeral in quotes. Um, yep. Even though the line of the twenty-third Psalm that Echo recites with Charlie is supposed to be. The Valley of the Shadow of Death, Both they, they both clearly say the shadow of the Valley of Death. Whoops. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Though I walked when, through the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Exactly. So that part I've heard. So I knew about that. That seemed a little off. But when the writers created the scene, they made that That's mistake. heard it from uh, that rap song. What song is it in? <laughs> I'll, come, I'll come back to it. Okay. Uh, but upon reflection, believe that the error was appropriate as Gangsta's Echo... Paradise, Coolio. <laughs> oh, Coolio. Yeah. They say that the error was appropriate as Echo was never a proper priest. They're like, it makes sense because he's not a real priest. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, but I know that and I've never been a goddamn <laughs> priest. Right. Oh, I probably shouldn't okay. say that. That feels like a really bad thing to yeah, say. Yeah, easy there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to have Gangsta's Paradise stuck in my head. <laughs> Well, you should listen to the As Weird Al version. through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize right. there's nothing left. <laughs> wow. Just amazing, Coolio. Thank now, you. Now, <laughs> have you heard the Weird Al version? Oh, God, no. It's not Gangster's Paradise. It's, what are the guys uh, in Pennsylvania? The Quaker, not the Quakers. Dutch? <laughs> no, Amish? not the Dutch. Amish. Um, Amish du- Paradise. The Amish Dutch. Dutch? <laughs> the Amish. Amish Paradise. We'll watch it after the podcast. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a fun time. All right. And then a last piece of trivia here. Oh, my God. More trivia? Just one tiny one My socks have already been blown off. All right. You know what? I don't even need to say this one. We all know, <laughs> say it. We all know this say trivia. It. Say it. All right. Sawyer calls Hurley Pillsbury. He's referring to uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, Poppin' Fresh, the Pillsbury Poppin Doughboy. Fresh. Poppin' Fresh. Okay. I learned that recently from by playing monikers with some friends. Poppin' Fresh? I was like, I never knew his name. Yeah, it's Poppin' Fresh, man. Didn't the Pillsbury Doughboy. Advertising icon and the mascot of the Pillsbury Company. Appearing right. in many of their commercials, he is a small anthropoid okay. character. Apparently okay. made Too out of much. dough. Woohoo, <laughs> <laughs> Sammy! <Apparently. laughs> all right. Oh so that's God. all my trivia. That, all right? My brain has melted out of my okay. ears now. Great. <laughs> Speaking of which, what's your favorite moment <laughs> from Buffy? Oh, I choose first, right? That's what you make me do? Yeah. Favorite Ours might be the same. Of Buffy is. Oh, 
when Oz has this cool guy line. Oh, yeah. Mine Rules too. Rules change? Time's Come up. On. Rules change. Oh, yeah. The hair stood up on the back of my neck. I oh, thought I was turning yeah. into a war wolf when that happened. <laughs> you were like, hello. I was like, I like this. Now you yeah. like Oz, don't you? Now he's right yeah. up there with Angel and Xander for you yeah, and nah, Giles. He's, nah, he's got work to do, but I do like where he's going with the cool guy line. Mm. Mm. I like a reserved cool guy, but you know he's got to have some more badass moments. Love it. I'll yeah. tell you that flying monkey suit ain't helping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your favorite mo- moment of Lost? Mr. Echo staring down the smoke demon. Me too. Oh my God. Oh my Same God. favorite moments of both From shows. From both episodes? We're Sammy Patico. Sammy Patico. I Patico. think so. Wow. Look at wow, this. Wow. Look at this. Look at History that. History in the making only took 37 episodes to make this happen. Wow. Wow. I can't believe Well, I mean, they're pretty powerful. I bet you were going to be episodes. simpatico on which episode wins too. Mm, I don't know. Really? You you announce which one wins for you. It's pretty obvious to me that Lost wins this week. Okay, yeah, Lost wins. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Why, did you think I was going to say Buffy? I just want to be mysterious so that I wouldn't lead you down a road, you know? I mean, whatever you say is not going to change what I say. You think no, I'm that true. easily swayed? No, you're not. Come on. Yeah. I've been spending you know all my life living in a I... gangster's paradise, Pat. <laughs> okay, easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, new predictions. I don't know. I think I think we're going to get more Oz being a werewolf, but not for a while. Again, I'm going to double down on one of my previous predictions, which is Oz will become a werewolf at another great opportunity. So it happened in this episode, mm-hmm. but... It didn't happen the way that I wanted it to happen, where okay. it's going to be a big payoff moment where nobody's really expecting it, and maybe they weren't chatting their month correctly, okay? And something bad is happening. Maybe they're locked up somewhere, okay? And then Oz gets a rules change moment, and he, he, so instead he of furs like, out. Instead of like everybody kind of gathering to... like, Because in this episode, they sort of split up, and Buffy takes care of Pete after, after finding Oz... And yeah. then, so you're thinking it's going to happen where like everybody else is trapped or something and, and Oz is the only one who can come and save the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's that. And then mm-hmm. also with Angel, Angel and Buffy, they're going to do the old Angel Buffy dance for a while, go back and forth a little bit. He's going to hug her knees some more. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's going to struggle with herself whether she wants to give in to hope. Okay. Because- mm. He's her new hope, but Angel is still going to be there, you know, shirtless and feral. So that's a real temptation. Yeah, it's going to be a real temptation island situation for her. She's going to have to figure out which way she wants to go. Love like triangles. the easy, boring road or the hard, rocky, rough road, mm. you know? Boring, and, safe uh, road. Right. She's going she's gonna to bounce back and forth for a little bit. Until that's the trouble, isn't it? With it like is the trouble. Young well, relationships. You're like, well, this is this nice guy, but right. that's boring. I want the okay. bad. This is this is bad. the situation that that females have most of the time. Yes. Okay. Normally, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'll cop to it. With the males. Yeah. Or you know. Okay. So, yeah. So I think uh, they're gonna. She's gonna 
bat around this idea for a little bit, and I think she's going to maybe try giving in to Angel. I think they're going to have – it's going to be a will-they-won't-they they for this whole season, and they might have one more night of passion together, okay? Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the season, this is when he realizes – because something bad's going to happen again, and he's going to be like, I can't trust myself. I have to fly off into the – sunset and then okay you know whether he flies or not that's up you know that's to be seen but mm-hmm. he could get on a boat like a dinghy and row off so you think they're gonna do it and he's gonna become bad again well no i don't think that will change him to do it well you but said I th- night of passion so i'm just they'll have another night of passion but he's not cursed anymore so that curse is gone no he is cursed oh he is cursed yeah oh, okay he has his so, soul again well if i don't he know didn't why. have his soul again he would be angelus I don't know why they would still be uh, playing with fire, you know, if they're not going to. It's the same know. curse that they used the first time. Okay. Well, she should really dust him, I think, but she's not going to, and he's going to leave on his own accord. Boom. Take that one to the bank. What are your predictions? I'm going to have to listen back to that a few times to really unravel <laughs> what you were yeah, predicting Yeah, I like to create there. homework for you. Just keep talking until uh, I tire myself out. Yeah, I can see that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I have any questions to ask you. Got no any thoughts on please. Big Bad yet? Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, backstory I think is going to be Charlie finally next episode. Okay. Okay. I've been trying to predict that for a while, but this Charlie. feels ripe because right. they kind of led us down the path at the very end. I mean, the very, very end it was, you know, Charlie, but right before that it was like, uh, Jack talking to Michael about how like they're going to they're going to go off and find Walt, but I don't think that's going to happen yet. Okay. I think we're going to focus on Charlie next episode. And I don't know why Echo gave him a replacement Mary statue. That seems like a poor move. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that Echo is going to tell Jack or Locke about this situation and it will come to a head. But I don't know if Charlie's actually using again or if he's just like collecting these as like a security blanket. Yeah. But I am going to take the stand of believing in Charlie, believing believe he's not him. actually using, and he was he's just done with the drugs? collecting just in case. Okay. That's All what right. I'm... Just yeah. in case I of really uh, emergency, I really want to believe ceramic. He's, he's gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on a real binge. Yeah. I hope not. That'd be bad. That would be bad. Okay. So that's what I think is going to happen. All right, good predictions. Yeah, uh, I still feel strongly about my Michael prediction, so I'll keep that one. But that was a long-term right. prediction. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so what kind of media you want to talk about that you can recommend or de-recommend? You know, I haven't really watched a whole lot lately, or I've still been reading the second Dark Materials book, which is uh, The Subtle Knife. Mm. But Dave and I, so I had stopped watching... Uh, I'm going to recommend His Dark Materials on HBO. I had stopped watching it. I watched the full for- first season yep. and then watched the first episode of the second season. And I was like, I don't understand what is happening. I have forgotten everything about the second book. So I went back to read the books. And now Dave and I are watching it together. And he's really okay. into it. And I'm really right. into it. And it's great. It's great. It's great. So I'm going to recommend that. Okay. Very good. So last week I mentioned to you I read a book or I was reading a book. Yes. Annie Leibovitz, and mm-hmm. I checked the title. The title is yeah, called- Yeah, you sent me the photo because you were like, see, look, <laughs> it yeah, is worn because... off. And I'm like, okay, that's legit. 
there's a big like water stain on the front and half of the title is, is rubbed off but i looked into it it's called at work okay. annie Leibovitz. so I, I finished that book and i'm so proud of myself it's been a very long time since i actually finished a book and i finished it so quickly and i loved it it was great can't wait to take the master class okay nice. but that's not my recommendation although oh. i will double down and recommend it because i recommended it last week i just wanted to clear up the title issue oh okay thank you Okay, so the media that I will recommend this week is a movie that I, I did not expect to be good, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. Oh, I'm So curious. if you're looking, well, I don't know if you'll like it, but it's a movie called The Tomorrow War that just came out on Amazon Prime with Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, that's a Chris Pratt one. Chris Pratt, action movie, sci-fi, mm-hmm. futuristic, the aliens all invade in like 30, 40 years from now. Hey, I and like then- Independence Day. They come back from the future to tell us that, hey, we got to send people from now into the future to fight these aliens. So they start drafting people from the present to go to the future to fight these aliens that have invaded Earth. And Chris Mm. Pratt's there, and it's a whole thing. And uh, I was expecting it to be baloney, and uh, the movie was actually pretty okay it was pretty good <laughs> hmm. all right but again of... if you temper your expectations things will be better so don't go into it thinking that it's going to be great think you think it's going to be like okay and then you'll like it okay is it better would you say how put it on a scale of like armageddon oh armageddon i'm not a huge armageddon fan okay, i'll give armageddon like a day? six out of ten. Oh, okay. independence day is like a 9.5 out of 10 for me okay love me some independence day yeah <laughs> So I'll put this one at like a seven. Okay. Seven and a half. See, because I like movies, I'd probably be about the same as you, I would say, for both, maybe not a 9.5 for Independence Day, but yeah. I'll put it up definitely higher than Armageddon because I like movies like that that know that they're silly. Like Independence yeah. Day knows it's silly. It has Men in Black with knows it. it's silly. Will Smith Will is Smith, fantastic. fantastic. He's yeah. good at knowing he's silly. Oh, so fun. He's dragging the alien across the desert. Oh, and he's yelling yeah. at him. So good. This is supposed to be my day off. Yeah. So great. I told you I great wanted to movie. watch that on Independence Day, and then I didn't. Yeah. Normally I do. Normally <laughs> I watch that and Jaws yeah. on uh, Independence Day weekend, but I did not watch either this oh, year. Oh. Neither know. of us watched the movies we said we were going to watch. Really throwing <laughs> off my traditions. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting weird in old age, you know? Yeah. So old. Well, right. Plus, those are not movies you can really watch with your kids yet. So. You can't either. So, yeah, so you got to watch them at night. And then there's just so many other things that, you know, we're trying to watch and yeah. catch up with. So, all cool. right. All right. Let's close this out. Let's close it out. So, listen, subscribe. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this fun episode, episode 37. We got some werewolves, perhaps. Got some, some warls. Some, got uh, some shirtless guys. Yeah. A little bit of angel action, feral angel. Some flubber. Some flubber. Who doesn't love flubber? And then on the island, we get the smoke monster. Oh, yeah. Boy, so much things to enjoy. Nobody's shirtless, though. Was Mr. Echo not shirtless? You know, he wore some cool stuff in Nigeria, though. Yeah. And he had a cool club. Yeah. He's a stick. Yeah. So fun stuff. Uh, Listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And right now I'm trying to get the podcast up on YouTube if you enjoy listening on YouTube. It's something that we're trying out, trying to spread our wings a little bit, try to get some more people onto this, uh, 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 I don't know. Podcast (laughs) train? This podcast train, sure, yeah. Woo-woo. 
Um, don't forget to raise five stars. Leave us a nice review. If you could, we would love you so much. And we'd pat your head and say thank you for being a patron of the podcast. Bup, bup. What else, Sammy? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And tell us what you like from the episodes, which one wins for you. We love to hear that kind of stuff. Uh, send us emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com. And if you have any spoilers in them, just mark them a spoiler or leaky bucket in the subject line and which show so we can direct appropriately. And check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. Fun, fun, fun. Good stuff. Fun, fun, fun. Yes. And, and always remember. Always remember. That streaming, that streaming is better. Is better with, with friends. <laughs> wow, you conducted that one. That was great. Yeah. Says I'm losing my voice, so. Yeah, that's okay. We're done. <sighs> Thank God. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thank we'll you. see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.